Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. This week's episode of the Realest Podcast Ever is sponsored by Dope Shows. This Sunday, November 25th, Dope Shows presents Moneybag Yo live in concert at the number one concert venue in Philly, the Fillmore, Philadelphia, 29 East Allen Street, Philadelphia, PA. Special guests, Sa Maskiat and Sean Sloan. That's this Sunday, November 25th. Tickets available now at Ticketmaster.com, the Fillmore box office, and all DTLR slash Villa stores in the Philadelphia Tri-State. T-R-R. Realest podcast ever, realest podcast ever. Yeah. Two brothers bringing thinking on a second level. Woo. Music, sports, fashion, politics, and the streets. The best two hours out of every week. Yeah. YDN, dinosaurs, and YBODs. Real talk every time, this is what you need. Yeah. We just out here popping shit. It's your boy C. Diddy, and Matt makes me sick. TRPE, TRPE, go. T-R-P-E, T-R-P-E, go. They know. The realest podcast ever. The realest podcast ever. Jim, for me. Did we not? Did we miss it? You actually were on. Because we usually come in before the guy does the... We come in before that usually. And that's not the right spot to come in on. Because it's still more audio on the thing. Oh, you I came I, in on the right spot. But you just said, hey, did we miss it? Yeah, I, 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 I saw... I'm Zoned at, out? Yeah, I was on IG and I just... I don't know. I just... <laughs> Got distracted. Yeah, it's like that fast. I'm not like, going to say what you're looking at. <laughs> I, that, that fast, I was like, wait, do we... <laughs> hey, hold on. We live? What the fuck? Hold on. Wait a second. Wait a minute. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Uh, shout out to our, to our sponsor, Dope Shows, man. They got a real big show coming up um, this coming Sunday. Uh, November 25th So uh, shout out to them We'll talk more about that Later in the show Y'all just heard an ad Whatever whatever. Uh, all of that's cool And all that We appreciate them Sponsoring Ab- Abstract Thought Up to you too, too All that We're gonna get to them Ads and all that shit later yeah. What's most important Is that We have a podcast Yeah we're back We're back Jesus this, uh, The title of today's show Is episode I don't know Cause I haven't been here So long I don't know what number This is 67 and 67 This is 67 Okay, okay cool Okay cool. cool So cool. Uh, roughly in a year and a half We've done 67 shows Yeah That means we missed A lot of weeks <laughs> uh, For a weekly podcast Uh <laughs> I'm just using my uh, what do you call it? my analytical mind real fast, my brilliant mind. And uh, 67 in how many weeks in a year? 52. 52. So we, we, we got six 26, more weeks this year. So yeah, we no, like we we actually we, it's two we years. Up. Yeah, we start in January of 17. Right. So 67 shows in a hundred and four weeks. Nah. 
we still got six weeks till January. 17th. All right, so ninety eight weeks. Yeah, something like that. We still suck. So yeah, I mean, six, sh- shit. Mello would like to go sixty seven, <laughs> sixty seven for ninety four in a three game stretch. I bet Mello would fucking take it right now. That's Hall of Fame level right yeah. there. <laughs> so. I had so much trouble finding this new place, by the way. Matt drove past it. And I, I could just hear the frustration <laughs> in his voice like, where the fuck are we recording that? Because I just drove. I, I don't but look. See, I'm like, yo, you, you got to see the Winnebago. I stopped down the street at the fucking the Jeepers Creepers house. So I'm like, I know this ain't it. You know what I'm saying? And you was like, make a U-turn, come go, go on the other side of the street, come down past the strip club in the Winnebago, yeah. make a U-turn, and pull into the little lot. So I, I made the U-turn, went down past the Winnebago in the strip club, made the U-turn, came back on the street, and I looked. I'm like, did I pa- I pass it again? <laughs> and I just put it in reverse and back the fuck up. Like, fuck it. I'm not doing this shit again. But yeah, I rode right past this shit twice. Yeah. It's like, there are no lights. I mean, the main thing that I'm disappointed about is that, you know, the show is cool and all. I love you, Matt. Taylor, my guy. Uh, I was looking forward to going to Champagne's when this shit was over. They're closed tonight. Uh, there's usually nobody in there, so I don't think it's uh, yeah, you worth your time. You can't get a lappy on a Sunday? What the fuck Are they always closed Sunday? on Sundays? Uh, I, it, I could, it literally looks the same when they're open and when they're closed. <laughs> oh, that okay. That's what I'm trying to get at. Okay. Cool. I need to talk to my guy John MC about buying his champagnes and revitalizing it. We got to do something. We got to bring something to the to Route One Thirty over here. Bring it's some nothing like action. the John down the street from the casino. Uh, well, I'm not going to get to the name because they don't sponsor the show. <laughs> but it's down the street from the casino. Champagnes is our neighbor. We'll give him a shout out. And apparently nobody goes there. Yeah, so, but that that should be jumping every day. All <laughs> oh, day. I know you're talking about. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, man, this scumbag. Now, listen, my man DJ in there. Mm. It goes down in that joint. Oh, Essington? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I remember I was stalking this chick one time. She was dancing there. Yeah, it goes it goes down. In yeah, her, my, I hit my man. I hit Ayo. I was like, yo, let's go to such and such. He was like, who the fuck you stalking? Like, he can't even see through that shit because who the fuck wants to go down to Have Essington? you spoke to Ayo? Yeah, talk to him. Have you told him what I told him about the whole joint? Uh, no, not yet. Like, I was trying to go viral? Yeah, no, uh. we definitely trying to... I mean, he don't have nothing else to do. I mean, it's just like, yo, drop your daughter off and shit, come down to the studio, me and Matt gonna kayfabe jump you, yeah, and then, gonna roll then on it's you. gonna be lit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. No, we'll talk to him about that after the show. Right, so, man. Ayo, expect the phone call. As long as he's in on it, I'm, you know I'm with it all day. <laughs> as long as he's in on it. But, um... So, what's been going on, man? Uh, I, I know you purchased hella hats uh, since you've been uh, here yeah, last. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um... I, you know, I've been dealing with a with a, with my own craziness. So it's like for me, the podcast not being here was like, not saying it was a good thing, but it was just it was a break. It was a reprieve. It, it was a it was a retreat. Yeah, like yeah, you know. So it, it did get annoying after a while. Like motherfuckers, literally, like, yo, what's up? You, y'all still y'all done? Y'all still recording? Like, damn, yo, yeah. And it's just like, yo, we'll, we'll get know, back to it. It'll, 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 yeah. Yeah. What Weezy say? Let it all work out. Yeah. Like it'll, you know, it'll work out. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I went through the whole surgery process, and now I'm dealing with the aftermath right. of it and trying to put it all together. Because, to, you know, to put it together, you got to break it down. So it's like, yeah. you know, going through that, you know, like de- dealing with the reality of I'm not Big Matt anymore. Right. And it, it's a lot to deal with because, you know. People calling me Slim. What up? What up, little? What up, Slim? What up, Tiny? You know, goofy shit like that. And it's just after a while, it just it starts to you know. It, yeah. So I've been dealing with that, but um, 
Yeah, you know, I, I'm i breathing better, yeah. sleeping better, move better. Remember just, you saying something about uh, your blood pressure being Blood pressure is normal. Yeah. Like, I went and uh, I had to see the cardiologist uh, last week, and my blood pressure was 127 over 84, so pretty normal. Yeah. Um, the sleep apnea is out the window. Um, don't feel the chest pain. I, that's another. I got an enlarged heart. So that was what when it became, like, serious yeah, for me yeah, when yeah. I was, like, found that out. But, um, yeah, a lot of little issues. My back don't hurt. Knees don't ache. And like I said, I, I sleep. Like, I, I honestly got to the point where I forgot what deep sleep was. Right. And it amazes me that so many people have sleep apnea and, like, be just, like, like, when they told me I went 44 seconds without oxygen, it was just, like, what? Right. And, like, you know, it just, it, it, it was necessary. And, like, I'm happy I did it, whatever. And now... Like I said, I'm dealing with the fact that, like, my clothes are all junk. So I got, like, a shirt and, like, three sweatsuits. Seriously. You had to go buy all new work uniforms, all this shit. The crazy part is the smallest ones I could find, they're too big. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, like, even that, like, just all around the board, like, everything is different. And it's just, it's cool, but like I said, mentally it'd be a lot because you, you, you trying to wrap your mind around, you know, just being like normal, and that's really what the fuck could be about it. You know what I'm saying? It's like you're you're going through a process to where it's like you know you just want to be on some some normal shit. I want to go into normal stores. I want to you know give me the normal chair. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But then you come in a room and everybody is like staring at you and wanting to talk to you and ask you questions, and it's just like it it, it almost is more awkward than before. The, 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 you know what I'm saying? So, and then the way people react to you, like uh, chicks, all, all the little bitches got something to say now. Nigga, niggas acting weird. I walked in my job the other day. Nigga was like, "Yo, man, yo, you look good, boy." I'm like, "Thanks." He's like, "Come on, yo, let's take a flick for the gram." I'm like, "Take a what for the what? For the what? Like what? Take the what and leave the what? Yeah, take the what and leave the what? I'm like, what? And it's like goofy shit like that. Like we've never taken a flick for the gram. So what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? But you know, all in all, it's cool. Like I, I got no compa- complaints. Uh, you know, what's up yeah. with you? Oh man, you know I'm I'm uh you know beefing with poor party promoters, just regular you know everyday stuff, uh, threatening people's lives, shit like that. Um, <laughs> the fucking the, the whole shit the other day with the fucking snow was just so ridiculous. We was talking about it off air, um, but yeah, I mean just in general, man, I I haven't really been doing much of nothing. Like I've been staying home way more. People getting shot left and right, man. Like just a couple in the time that since we last recorded, somebody else, real popular guy, figure in the city, my my man Bach from West Philly, mm-hmm. um, you know was 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 gunned down in West Philly, man, right in his neighborhood. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or you your McDonald's bag as a placemat then that wasn't the road trip it was just a really long drive at participating McDonald's and it's sad man that it's just like a recurring theme today is actually the anniversary of uh, Camaro Rod passing oh, yeah. last year Camaro Rod definitely rest in peace Camaro Rod, Damn, peace, Camaro it? Rod. it's been a year already Man, shit so it's like yeah November 18th yep Damn. so it's like you look at um, you know the way that you know kind of like time is flying and the fact that you know Life really goes on without these, you know, these people that you kind of, yeah. you know, for years or a guy like Bach, I know for half my life and then stuff like that. And it's like, you know, this life just kind of it doesn't stop. It's like it pauses momentarily, but it doesn't stop. It just makes you, you know, realize that, like, you know, 
out of the way is the best way to be. And yeah. I don't be nowhere that I don't need to be. I don't stay nowhere that I shouldn't be too long. And for the most part, I don't even go to begin with. Yeah, um, <laughs> a homegirl asked me the other day. She's like, I don't ever see you out nowhere. And I'm like, that's because... Everywhere you go that's out, it's it's shooters and hoes. And yeah. I, I don't need either one. <laughs> I don't, I'm anti-both. Yeah, I'm anti-shooters. I'm anti-hoe and anti-bullet. Anti I, I don't need any of that right now. So it's just like, you know. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's... it's Philly is... I, I just... It's a different place. It's... A, it's, it's, it's... I'm trying to put it into the right words. Like, you have a city where it's like... Big things go on for the world. Huge here. Yeah. Like the Comcast building is here. Yeah. And they're building Comcast too it, right now. You, you know, the Sally <laughs> May office is like right outside of Philly. Yeah. Like the student loan capital. Yeah. yeah. It's like there, there are big things yeah. in and around this city. Made in America Gla happens here Gla every single Glaxo year. GlaxoSmithKline is here. Fucking. It's just so much shit that go on. Let's talk about the dichotomy of Philadelphia and the fact that there are two Philadelphias. It's, it's four or five Philadelphias because me and you think that this part of Philly is fucked up and we don't even like dwell into like the Kensingtons and, the and the, you know and, all yeah. of that. I walked through 69th Street Terminal the other day for the first time in like seven years. Bruh, that shit, dawn of the day. it's like a level on Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah. Like it's really fucked off yeah. in there. And I'm like, damn, like this used to be a a prominent place. You could come in and get a bagel and a fucking the pizza place. It, it just now it's just like. It's like just fiends and crawling the, and around. And the thing the is, you have thousands of people passing through there every day. Commerce is taking place, but it's not benefiting the small business owners and the people that are right there on the front line of it. And essentially, the local government in Bro. that area has allowed the it, homeless to just take over it, the it, fucking it just, whole the, the whole city. Like watching it go on, like damn, like how, like you you know the beer joint on 29th and Gerard. You know what it's called. I actually looked at the awning the other day when I was doing the, the overtime. Yeah. It's called Nonstop Beer. Yeah. Flo <laughs> shit don't never stop. Shit don't never <laughs> stop. I'm like, what the fuck? And it's just like shit like that. The Ch It's a Chinese store on 29th Street. It's called Wing More Wing. I'm like. We know what you niggas is here yeah, for. Yeah. That shit is crazy. Yeah. But yeah, it really is like four or five Philadelphias because yeah. it's like as nice as certain parts of like. You know, Society Hill or what? Even like Brewery Town. Yeah, they, they, you go a block. It's fucked off. Yeah, you you go one block up, down, left, or right in Brewery Town. You get your issue. You gonna get it. <laughs> you gonna get your issue and your subscription. Yeah, like it, <laughs> if you if you if you step foot in the wrong part of that shit, because North Philly is still Norfolk. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, but it's like five minutes away from the drama is seven hundred thousand dollar houses yeah. on Twenty Ninth and Green, and it's just yeah. like, how does this happen? How is it that you know ten minutes from, uh, not even two minutes from fucking Point Breeze, people shooting dope, getting smoked, four hundred thousand dollar new construction houses is going yeah. up like wildfire. Yeah, ten minutes up the street in North, from there in Northern Liberties. You got seven hundred thousand dollar houses, yeah. the second highest real estate market in the city behind fucking uh, Rittenhouse. Yeah, and it's just like, how does this exist in where you have despair to the left and to the right of you? I don't know. Like it's it just niggas gotta wake up. Like 
the shit that's important to 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 like the young black people. Yeah, it's not important to the world. Correct. Niggas, niggas really want to go out and fight over like social media. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking with a good friend the other day. She's a teacher, and she was saying how like she be literally having to like stop her kids from like doing the most on social media. Yeah. Like you, you might get expelled. Cool out. Right. Like cool, stop. But they please they, stop. They can't. Yeah. Remember Patrice O'Neal? I cannot. <laughs> like, like that's how. Yeah. The, like it, it's insane, man. And it's just you look up. It's so much more. I was looking at old tweets the other day. The night, rest in peace, Camaro Rob, like we said before, man. The night Rob got killed, there was a triple shooting later on that night. And it's just yeah. like, like y'all, y'all don't take the no evening off. Nope. Like, and and that's 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 scary. There was an incident the other night. I'm leaving work. I'm leaving Vanity. It's about four in the morning. I was like, I made the decision that night. I'm not staying here all night till six in the morning, like I did the last two weekends. I'm out of here. So I leave at three forty. Sure enough, I get over the bridge, over past Young Bridge. Get oh, yeah, down I seen to the that on your snap. Yeah. It was a fucking whole, like, a straight shootout. One boy got murked, another one in the hospital in critical condition, and they think it's like a straight road rage incident. And I'm like, yo, it's, this shit happened at 3.30 in the morning. What fucking road rage do you have at 3.30 in the yeah. morning when there's three other cars on the fucking road yeah. going in that direction? Somebody's dead, somebody's clinging to the, for fucking life, and somebody's basically on the lam for a double fucking shooting. A homicide and an attempt murder. Over what? Nothing, I'm sure. Because the car, it wasn't even like a typical like hood nigga car. Like, oh, a nigga in the Dell 88, he had it coming. Yeah. <laughs> it was a fucking Nissan Sentra. I'm like, who shot the Sentra? Yeah. You can't get on or off 76 right there at fucking Pass Young. Uh, uh, Exit or entry. Yeah. Like, you can't get on or off because niggas want to shoot shit up at 3.30 in the morning. Like, help me understand what sense this makes. It's just... Yeah. Yeah. And the shit happens so rapidly and in so many different parts of the city, the news can't even cover all the shit. No, they're going to run out of gas. Yeah, we they can't, <laughs> can't, can't, can't go back and forth. Yeah, no, we got to pick and choose. They, they picking what shootings they're going to go cover. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. No, oh, that oh. joint on 29th and Somerset bullshit. No, we we going to go. Yeah, leg <laughs> shots, things that shot in the arm. No, we ain't covering right, we that shit. Yeah, like that's fucking crazy. Yeah, all shootings are not created equal no more. Uh. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's just so many different things exist within this melting pot. And it's like, yo, you drive down, like you drive down fucking Ridge Avenue tonight. Drove down Ridge Avenue. See how much new construction is going on. But see how much despair still exists within walking distance of that new fucking construction. Yeah. Ridge Avenue is just, they're putting up all kinds of shit. All kinds of shit. Yeah. You know why? Because it's a main fucking throughway for the city that's been underutilized for 30 years. Yeah. And some smart developer said, holy shit, I can get from fucking Roxborough to downtown in 15 minutes when there's no traffic, yeah. 35 minutes when there is traffic. And it's a bus that runs clean down. And it's a bus that runs clean down, this motherfucker. This is prime real estate. Yeah. Let's develop this shit. And all it took was one guy to start. Making little moves, and then now all the New York investors, all the Asian investors, all the North Jersey investors, now everybody wants a piece of fucking uh, Francisville. Francisville. Yeah. And it's just like, that easily, motherfuckers don't see the writing on the wall and realize that, like, hey, you got $500,000 uh, condos down the street from you from your projects. Guess who's going to be getting the fuck out of here? Yeah. Y'all. Yeah. Guess who's going to be living in Sharon Hill in a couple years? Y'all motherfuckers. It's it's wild watching the takeovers, man. It's just like you you'll see a neighborhood and you just like, oh, it's a nice little place. 
Then you look up like seven years later, you like, God yeah. damn. Starbucks, fucking Zaxby's. <laughs> <laughs> my grandfather today, yo, shut up. My grandfather and my pop today were fucking hilarious. My dad's 70, my grandpa 98. So that just paints the picture right. right there. So my grandpa is like, he's 98. So he's like, kind of like, Delusion a little, yeah. (laughs) He just be saying anything, and he's like, I I remember when I moved to this block, it was all white. The whole, all of this, Allegheny, Northfield, it was all white. It was perfect. (laughs) My dad was like, Yeah, before you had civil rights. Pre nineteen sixty four, but my grandfather was saying like he really watched the transition, like. It's ne- the, like all the old heads would tell me the sixty was the hardest line to get on at my depot. Damn, you couldn't pick it because all the old timers picked it. Like everybody wanted to be on Allegheny. It was sweet. It was like the twenty seven is now. Yeah, like you couldn't get on the sixty. Think about that. Like K and A, G in Allegheny, Whew. F in Allegheny. You couldn't get on that. Dog, I, yo, no bullshit. I was doing the sixty for Memorial Day overtime, and I haven't worked a late. On the 60 in yeah. years. But I was doing it for overtime. Like, fuck it. Shit was paying 22 hours. I'm going to do it. What's the stop right after K and A? Is it G? Is it G or F? It's G. G and Allegheny. Yeah, G and Allegheny. It's a bus shelter right there. Like, Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The, the, for the bus stop with the benches and shit I'm coming through k I look cause it's dark now and shit uh, and I'm it's 25 motherfuckers in the shelter and I'm like god damn this bus stop packed I pull the fuck over open the door nobody get on I look everybody just in their sleep knock not the fuck it. out leaning I'm like oh shit my bad I'm just like how is this a thing yeah. it fucked me up cause I'm thinking motherfuckers waiting for the bus but it's like no motherfuckers really just at the bus like in the shelter not it. Yeah. And there was one have... motherfucker was laying on the I thought he was dead. Like he was just there. And I'm just like, how is this just a thing? This shit is an open air drug market. Dog, just... I went up, I came down, I got to E in Allegheny, bull dicking it across I'm at the red light. He dicking it across the intersection. Three motherfuckers in black suits chasing him down the block. I'm like, it's just fucking the Matrix agents <laughs> <laughs> chasing the nigga, like like it was n- and and life was going on. Yeah, motherfuckers coming out the poppy store with the cigarettes and <laughs> shit. Like mother getting chased by federal agents. Like that shit's not shocking. Yeah, to nobody. Regular everyday. While they thing. over there knocked yeah. the fuck out off dope on the steps. Cops up here with a fucking the, the one bitch was high. She done lost control of the car. Drove up on the curb on the semi fucking porch. I'm just like, yo, this shit is nuts. That shit is crazy over there. I I, I ended up over there by accident the other day. Man, Somebody gave me an address. <laughs> it ended up being K and A. It was fucking uh, club. Uh, I'm not gonna say because they don't sponsor the show. But I end up at this fucking club. My man like, yo, pull up over here. I need to get something. Blah blah blah. I'm like, am I at fucking K and A? The police car is sitting on the sidewalk. Oh, yeah, they be on the sidewalk. Where the steps, Where the steps are. come down mm-hmm. from the from the train. Kimba be out there. Kimba love it. He be out there fighting motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. He out there like RoboCop, yeah. busting heads. He out there acting like Officer Hawk from fucking yeah. Out of Wire. We're going to bust some skulls. They be out there, man. Yo, that dog. shit was, it was like, yo, it was a cop It was a cop in the middle of the street on Allegheny in the fucking divider. Then it was another cop on the sidewalk by the fucking steps. 19 cops driving back and forth. I'm just like, yo, 
How, when do y'all find time to get high and to buy drugs around here? It's a police state. They all through this motherfucker. It's, it's nuts, man. Like watching it just go on to where it's like, like I said, you go to another neighborhood in the city. You don't got that shit. No. You, you don't got to worry about that. You, you can walk around naked at nighttime. Ain't nobody going to fucking bother you. Yep. And it's just, <clears throat> excuse me, it, watching the, like you said, the dichotomy of this city to where it's just like, how do it be so much open air drug shit, so much murder, so yeah. much confusion all the fucking time when, when it's so much opportunity yes. and there's so many things you can do. People are thriving in the city of Philadelphia. Thriving. And making a lot of fucking money. Yeah. I got a friend of mine, a close friend of mine, very close friend of mine, guy uh, did a long stretch in prison, came home, uh, had like, saved up like $9,800 to his name. He had a property from before he went to jail. Basically worked day and night fixing his fucking property up, got his soul, had like maybe like 60 grand, and that springboarded him all the way, like jumping back out and reacclimating himself to society to the point where now, four or five years later, he's worth a million dollars on paper. And it's like you hear, you hear stories like that from a guy who was lo- literally lost in the system for 12 fucking years, come home. Fig- devise a plan Figure it out Execute it See it through And then you got motherfuckers That been out here The whole time He was locked the fuck up And they They can't figure shit out no. They don't know Where their next fucking meal no. coming from And he's a, a lower level On the On the rung of The people that are getting rich Off real estate And shit like that In the city of Philadelphia Because if you just go And sit through the sheriff's cell This exercise I give y'all Y'all got nothing to do On a fucking Wednesday Or Thursday When sheriff's cell going on Go sit down the sheriff's cell And watch the same Eight motherfuckers Buy up every fucking property And every vacant lot That come up At the fucking sheriff's cell mm-hmm. Like and these are not native Philadelphians. As Africans, as Asians, as uh, North Jersey guys, as Jewish guys, Russians. Russians. They down there. Every, every. This, I sat in there one morning. This guy. Uh, every time a vacant lot came up, he like. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, you yeah, know that one too. Yeah, motherfucker bought about thirty four vacant lots that day. Like this is the shit that's going on right under people's noses. And these are fucking properties that probably somebody could have been had 10, 15 years ago for nothing that a family member left or something like mm-hmm. that. And y'all was too. Oh man, anybody worry about that bullshit. Y'all not even paying attention to the shit And shit is getting swept right from up under y'all motherfucking noses In a city that once upon a time was And I think probably still is like 65-70% black or some shit like that yeah. And we don't own shit yeah. As a collective Niggas at non-stop beer <laughs> like, We don't own shit Yeah, It's like little small examples here and there But for the most part we don't own shit And the city is about to get flipped right from up under us And this shit is going to be like a hub between New York and D.C. is basically what they set in Philly up to be. Yeah. Yeah, it's a mess. It's really like when you actually drive around, and that's the thing, I drive around. So yeah. it's like I hit all these different parts where it's like on an average day, I'm in Center City, I'm in Plymouth Meet, I'm in Roxborough. Yeah. I do these OT runs, I'm in Brewery Town, I'm in uh, Poppy Land, Badlands, whatever yeah. the fuck you call it. You know, I'm going back and forth through. Francisville and shit like so you see all the different dynamics to these different neighborhoods and you just like shit fucked up it's, it's bad <laughs> yeah it's bad it's bad but I, I it's, it's as fucked up as it is I don't think it changes no it's not I don't I don't think it gets better it's gonna get more and more accelerated like um there was some I, f- I saw this news story I don't want to misquote it but it was like some big like venture capitalist guy was basically going to look at the profile of all these different inner cities around the country and evaluate them and basically start buying the whole inner city like wholesale i'm going to find i'm going to contact the city and it's nine thousand properties out give me all of them 
and start developing these fucking inner cities. And you know what that means? Niggas, y'all gotta go. Yeah. Them them taxes gonna go up. <laughs> them taxes gonna go up. They gonna they gonna slow. They gonna slowly bleed you out. Them taxes gonna go up. You're not gonna be able to afford them, and you have to get the fuck up out of there, Joe. Yeah. I'm saying somebody, my uh, my man, cousin E was telling me this like a year and a half ago. He said uh, his family from South Philly, so he said on the block where, where where they live at, somebody that he know his cousin or somebody got a property that was that, that was inherited to him. He sold the property cash to somebody for sixty thousand dollars. The person put a little bit of work in the shit, sold it for two hundred and forty thousand dollars three months later. Mm. So imagine if a motherfucker would have took the time to get with a real estate agent. Check the re- return value on a motherfucker. What do I need to do? So said, what is this house worth today with no work done to it? Can I take a second mortgage on this motherfucker, get it fixed up, and then turn around and sell it for the same 240 that the person did when you got the property free and clear? But they say all the time, $50,000 in cash is like a million-dollar check to a nigga. Like, they ain't trying to wait. Like, hold on. You got 60000 today? Yeah. Run that. Run like, fuck, where, call your people. Run What it. you waiting for? I can get me a 41. <laughs> give me a motherfucking clean-ass enclave. Be out here. I mean, I'm riding around selling motherfucking, uh, selling ball games. It's <laughs> in off the phone. They <laughs> 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 get a brick bump down to all ball games. Ball games always makes me laugh. <laughs> I don't know why. My drug dealer homies hate me, because whenever I hear it on the phone, I'm with him. I got to crack the phone. Like I'm riding around selling ball games ball off games. the cell phone. I'm gonna get me 17 <laughs> track phones. I'm gonna switch my number every three oh, weeks. You know what I'm saying? I'm out. Ball shit. games, but yeah, we be man. worried about the wrong shit, man. But we do. We like honestly, I say that shit a lot. Like the things that we as black folks worry about is is nuts. It, it's just it's it's so much opportunity. It's so much just life yeah you know and that, that somebody asked me the other day about the whole weight loss situation like yeah. why aren't you documenting the journey like you so inspirational and i'm like i really wasn't trying to be this is for health purposes yeah not i wasn't purposes. yeah i wasn't trying to be like fucking Ian levan zant like right. yo telling you like no nah, it's like i was more so into like i just don't want to die in four years because right. that's where the doc was at like yo your heart your blood pressure the stress everything you're not making it to 40 dog and it was just like that was that's more so my even now like I'm still yeah. like I said dealing with the every day trying to work right. out trying to make sure I'm doing this and the third it's like the shit is serious to me yeah. but at the same time it's not for you right you know, it's not for you it's, it's a not personal for, journey it's not for anyone yeah and, yeah and that's more so like I look at it now like damn like I you know Lord willing I hit forty I hit fifty sixty right. seventy you know and I was saying that shit the other day like life is long N- niggas have this thing where it's like live oh, fast die young yeah life is short and it's like no it's not nah it ain't gotta be it is it, it's really not yeah. it's it, life is long and you got to put yourself in the best position possible you play poker you you got to get yourself the most odds the most definitely like you, I'm, I'm I don't want to call my whole motherfucking my whole life on a two outer yeah. You understand? I'm just, I'm using poker terms. Right, you right. might some people might get it, but like I'm not putting my whole mother like all in, all in. <laughs> and I only thing that can help me is the queen of spade and the seven <laughs> of spade because I need a straight flush. Right. No, I don't want to do that. But we we a lot of times get wrapped up into where you got situations where motherfuckers is all in for bullshit. Yeah, for for complete and utter bullshit. And that you you look all these families getting destroyed, all these mothers, these daughters and sons without their fathers. It, it's 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 sickening. My homeboy, it's, it's dead ass sickening. My homeboy from everybody loves McDonald's fries. 
So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, from uptown around like Broad Somerville area, and he basically said that you know, he's like the he's like the neighborhood I grew up in. He's like they hate me. He's like they killed my best friend. They fucking tried to kill me. He's like I come back around there because I still got my sister, whatever, still live around there. He's like I come back around there. I find out that he's like my young boy, somebody that I knew since he was a child. People basically using him like a fucking crash test dummy, sending him on murder missions for two hundred and three hundred dollars. And this kid, 17, 18 years old now, he got 10, 15 murders under his belt. And when the fuck they catch up with him, they going to bury him under the jail. And this is all from a sense of disparity because he don't know no better. They taking advantage of him. They giving him drugs. Uh, we going to give you such and such. Go down there and go shoot this motherfucker. And it's just like, why are y'all so inclined to just set people up to do the wrong shit so much? Was it you that was telling me the perk story? Who the f- It wasn't you. Who the fuck told me that the other day? The the the, the, the young boy said he was shooting shit up for perks. I can't think who the fuck. Oh, I, I, that's commonality the, right but there. I, I was like literally in stitches. Who the fuck told me that? I can't. It, it'll come to me. But yeah, he, was it Nate? I don't know who the fuck it was that was telling me that shit the other day. But they was like, yeah, the young boy was really on some like... Like, no, nah, like, you know what I'm saying? You give me, like, some of them joints. Like, I, you know, I do him in right now. Like, oh, gee, I, <laughs> I think it was him up door. That's crazy. But, yeah, like, the, it's, it's shit like you say. So you sending young boy on straight dummy missions. Yeah, you, and they be dummies. You 30, he's 17, and you sending him to go do shit you don't want to do. Yeah. And blonde leading the blind. Blonde leading the fucking blind. Like, real talk. That shit is 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 serious, man. Like, and it's just so it's so much of that shit, and it's just like, yo, we just really glorify stupidity and nut shit like far too often. I man. told you I was looking at them old tweets about the whole the whole shit that happened with Rob, and uh, I had a tweet where it was like, yo, y- y- y'all y'all say y'all hate people who do this stuff and do all of these things and shoot up shit and t- you know all this mayhem. But then y'all be on the john like, yeah, I got a shooter, my my hitters. It's like you can't glorify it one day, yeah. and then the next day be like, oh come on, man, y'all drawing. Yeah, you it's either like, in or you out. You either in or you out. When it comes to something as drastic as yeah. life or death, yeah. you can't be on the fence about that yeah. shit. And I feel like that's the influence. But like people really are. But here's the crazy thing, bro. People really are on the fence about the shit because you see too many times where people. Glorify that street lifestyle and they immediately fucking tell. The minute that any type of strife or any type of law and fo- presence come into their life, they immediately tell because they was faking from the beginning. They was never really about that shit. Like it was a rapper in this city. I'm not going to say who. This motherfucker had a song called Rat, Rat, Rat. And then the very minute that some that an indictment came down, he fucking told on all his friends he grew up with. How does this work here? You got popularized. Off of downing the the cooperating culture, and then the minute you got into some shit, you're like, oh fuck them! I got a rap career to worry about. Fuck them niggas. What? Shit was yeah. heartbreaking to see. Heartbreaking because I know somebody was running around with him was really like trying to push his shit for any talented. But it's like, dog, like, why would you do that? Like, you knew what you knew what it was when you signed up. You knew that yo, I'm selling crack, I'm selling meth, I'm selling dope, I'm selling we, I'm doing everything. 
And when and if this shit come down on me, 20 years is my penalty because I'm I'm doing it all. But in the meantime, I'm fucking all the little bitches. I got the rollies. I got this, that, and the third. I'm in Miami. I'm with this person, that person. You got to take the good with the bad. And that's the whole problem with like our culture now. And Wallow says something to the fact that when he was in jail, he was basically like not condoning people telling and motherfuckers in jail with him tomorrow oh man you old school ain't nobody following that shit no more man motherfucker gonna do what they gotta do if they ain't gonna be in here they ain't gonna be here if i gotta tell i'ma tell and he just like what yeah, and there's no repercussions for people who have that mindset. that's what i was about to say since we've gone into it now. Yeah, it's there's like no repercussions for people who have that mindset because they come home if they still getting money or they still got the plug they still got the pounds or the bricks motherfuckers is fucking with them now see i don't i don't do any of this so i like i, I don't know if i have to even have the place to speak on because i you know I'm, I'm going home first. Right. <laughs> you know what i'm saying like regardless of what pops up right i'm going home people you know what i mean so but my thing, the whole snitches get stitches joint. That shit is out the window. Yeah, it's like I would think that it's like, because I saw, I saw people talking about this on Twitter. Like, motherfuckers, like, they can tell and then come home and then, like, have welcome home party flyers. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the, whole, the whole thing is, right, at this point in life, right, the snitching. Yeah, I don't know why it made me laugh so much. I still laugh. The shit is hilarious, but the, the, the snitching <laughs> shit is so deep, right, that... At the end of the day, nobody's not going to do nothing to a snitch because he's already telling. He's already telling. So it's like if you miss, he's going to tell on you. If you hit him, hey fellas, I got some more information. This nigga Ron Ron, I don't believe this nigga. This nigga had the nerve to shoot at me. And the tech, now listen. And the technology is so crazy. Motherfuckers be having bugs. Motherfucker have a bug on a water bottle, like recording your whole conversation. You don't even know the fuck going on. Motherfucker had something. Motherfucker had something on their glasses, or a, somebody had a piece, had a recorder in a necklace. Yeah. On a fucking chain recording somebody, like a video recorder. Oh shit. Like this shit is deep. So it's You're not like recording me with that, are you? Not right now. Okay. Cool. So the whole thing is, it's like yo. Nobody's not gonna go, gonna quote unquote, go at a snitch because you're gonna do more harm to yourself than you are to them. Even if you succeed, once the fucking federal agents or the state police, whoever the fuck they working for, find out that they're murdered, now they got an investigation on one of who the, killed our snitch. One of the boys in my job the other day, he dropped a he dropped a forty eight, and like a new motherfucker just came out of training was behind him or whatever. Yeah. So he came in and was like, yo, you know the new boy? New boy on some straight nut shit. And I'm like, what you talking about? He's like, he my follower. He's like, you know, I jump because I'm getting the fuck down the, down, the, down the street. You know what I'm saying? He let jumping is when you leave to stand early. Okay. Like you, st- <clears throat> If you're supposed to leave at 310, you leave at 307. That's called jumping. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He's like, you know, I jump because I'm getting the fuck down. He's like, this motherfucker go straight to the supervisor and then go in the back. Tell him I'm jumping on him and shit. Like, the fuck type time is he on? I was like, you got to kill that nigga. <laughs> he was like, "What?" I'm not fucking you. <laughs> but I was like, "That's what happens if we go in the right. back." You know what I'm saying? Like, but he was like, "No, nah, I'm serious." Like, and I'm like, "No, nah, I mean, if he ratting, he got killed." Right? He like, "I can't be serious. You can't be serious." <laughs> I'm whatever. <laughs> he walked the fuck off. But it's like, nah. You would think that that would be like a actual thing. Nah, At least not- I would. You know what I mean? But it's like, nah. For, apparently, from what I'm hearing, it's like. Motherfuckers really just like go and tell Listen, and then this the craziest story I ever heard. A motherfucker put a hit on his on his man, his childhood friend, because he heard that he was telling. Mm-hmm. And then he turned around and told. Wow. Told on the hitman? No. On some whole other shit. Oh, okay. So 
Me and you hustling together. We knew each other for 20 years. Right. We been we getting money together. Da, da, da. I find out that you got locked up on some other shit that, like, some out-of-town shit nobody knew about, right. and you told. You cut a deal. I come tell Teller, yo, you got to kill Matt. He told. Then, six months later, I get caught for some other shit, some, some drug shit, and then I tell. That's crazy. The premise of you getting me getting you out of here is because you told. We don't fuck with them fucking rats, you rat-ass nigga. Da-da-da, you got to go. I make Teller come kill you, and then six months later, I fucking tell because I don't want to go to jail. Yeah, that's wild. That's crazy. That's wild. Damn. This is the shit that's going, like, the, the street shit, the underbelly, the shit is so deep, and it be so much going on, that be getting swept under the rug, and shit that people don't talk about, and certain people know, but other people don't know, and it's, it's just crazy, man. It's just like, yo, stay away from that shit, because it's too much. Like, you're going to jail. Like... A couple years ago, when uh, when when Feek was still a cop, he was telling me he was like, "Yo," he said, "Motherfuckers is coming in for domestics for beating their girls and telling all murders." <laughs> 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 Motherfucker beat his girl up, coming in. Yeah, no, nah, the, the, the nigga uh, Tafik from over on Fifty Fourth Street. Nah, man, they killed about four motherfuckers. Man, he killed Ron Ron. He killed uh, little Jimmy. Like that's wild. What? <laughs> like that's crazy. Everybody's telling. For shit that you don't need to For tell. shit that you don't even need to tell about. Like, dog, you beat your girl up, it's going to be all right. Yeah. But if you go in front of Judge Means, it ain't going to be all right you beat your girl. You going up. First yeah. offense? Oh, yeah. No, give him 37 months. Like, wait, what the fuck? You go in front of the wrong judge with a domestic violence case and your witness cooperating, you're going to jail. First offense, none of that shit. I seen Puerto Rican boy come up there. It was him, his, his girl, and his girl mom. He living in the house with them. He paying all the bills. They decide we're going to kick this motherfucker out and keep all his shit. He breaks. <laughs> Some Puerto Rican shit. Yeah, yeah. he break in the house, beat the daughter up. Mom called the police. They come to court on the first offense, lock him the fuck up. Yeah, 23 to uh, 36 months. First offense, never been arrested for nothing. Oh, you says here, you punched your girl in the face. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, cool. Uh, who's here with him? Uh, yeah, you didn't stand uh, when I said when they said all stand. Yeah, we're going to give him 23 months because you don't know how to fuck the act. Uh, bang the gavel. Like, you think you come into court on a formality, you get sent up 23 to 36 months on the first offense for beating your girl up for some silly shit. And then you tell him. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. <laughs> Now I got to tell. Now I got to tell. Because I, I don't want to go do 24 months up here. I was with getting these ready real to niggas. go to motherfucking Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> I got to tell to get the fuck out of here. Hard Rock a block away. I didn't already pay to park. I'm on those cold. I'm parking until 3 o'clock. <laughs> I was going to be the fuck get it out of here. Man, listen, that motherfucking yeah. court, that court bill, that shit is a nightmare, dog. It'd be all type shit going on in that joint, man. Yeah, I don't need to be in there. No, at all. No. Nah. At all. I'm good on that. Motherfucker, uh, 
somebody that somebody that I know, well known guy, whatever, motherfucker was uh was coming to court. He got his girl with him. He parading the girl coming to court testifying about a robbery. Somebody robbed him. Whatever. He's street dude. Get money, street nigga. He coming to court with his girl, his well known girlfriend, hand in hand, testifying like. Like you glorifying the shit. Like you're not even trying to like keep it under wraps. You got you got moral support coming with you to come fucking town. <laughs> moral support. <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> like, like this I wish shit. Y'all can see this nigga like, face. This shit is crazy, <laughs> man. This shit is crazy. You're a funny dude, man. <laughs> this shit is crazy, man. So disclaimer: stay the fuck out the streets, man. Yeah, apparently stay out of the streets and stay out of the the streets when the snow hit. Cause uh, <laughs> you niggas didn't know how to act the other day. Yo, that shit was crazy. Real you, quick before we get into the snow shit, go ahead. Shout out my man Billy Abstract. Abstract thought the ten year anniversary celebration is coming up Saturday, December fifteenth. Damn, ten years already. I literally remember when they started Abstract Thought. The first store that carried Abstract Thought was my cousin uh, Justin and Phil. They store made the order in Northern Liberties of all places. We've been talking about Northern Liberties, but the ten year anniversary. Um, celebration is Saturday, twelve fifteen. The Billy Abstract Art Exhibition and Fashion Show, and they celebrating DJ A Boogie, uh, celebrating making it the radio. He just got picked up for the Saturday slot on Boom one hundred three nine. He's oh, doing the mix okay. show there. So shout out to my bro A Boogie. We used to watch Cars. Little known fact: Me and A Boogie used to watch Cars together on the roof at Enterprise on thirty seventh and uh. Uh, chestnut at the fucking okay. Sheridan. Holding it down for the niggas with top braids. I see you, A-Boogie. <laughs> top brizzies? Yeah. <laughs> with, the, with the top brizzy. <laughs> so, uh, shout out to Abstract Thought. Like I said, 10-year anniversary. Uh, we're going to have more information coming in the coming weeks. Uh, like I said, we just leading up to it now. They're going to have the venue dropping and all that. And they're going to uh, actually come up here and do an interview and talk about the history of Abstract Thought and everything they got coming on closer to the actual event. So, shout out to them. I'll definitely be there for that, especially if some shit is free. Oh, man, we there. I, they going to have past hors d'oeuvres, all type yeah, of shit. We yeah, in there. You know, past hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> <laughs> but shit, man, we were starting to go into the whole, uh, the snow. Yo. Yo you had the perfect description for it. Like, three to six inches of snow. Cri- crippled. It crippled. I mean, it, it literally took the legs out. All right, here's the, here's the thing, right? I'm not a person that prescribes to really like staying up on the weather and shit like mm-hmm. that. I just figure it out as I go. Like no, day, I'm on it. Day of, I'll be like, all right, fuck it. Uh, I'm, I'm a, all right, it's, it's a little dark, whatever, a little chilly. I need a coat. Cool. I need more than a hoodie. I'm out here. Yeah. I knew, I'm a dickhead, and I knew about the snow on Monday. Yeah. Other people I know knew about the snow the Thursday before. Yeah. So what I'm trying to figure out is... Somewhere between last Thursday and that Monday, I would have thought that everybody would have filled in the gap and knew if your shit ain't right, if you want to Delta 88 on uh, with Birdman head as your tires, yeah. stay the fuck off the street. Well, the thing, I thought John Street was still the best. <laughs> right. <laughs> Show you how far I am. Yo, I know who the DA is and I don't know who the mayor I, is. I said on Instagram, I'm like, do we have a mayor? Who the fuck is the it's mayor? Jim Kenny. That's what somebody told me. Jim Kenny. I'm like, who the it's fuck Jim, is Yo, <laughs> listen, Jim Kenny, right? Jim yeah, Kenny. So I'm like, who the fuck is Jim that? Kenny is the most he was a city council guy and all that head of city council, all that shit. Jim Kenny is the most laissez faire mayor ever. Yo. Since he got elected, I ain't seen this motherfucker ain't throw out a first pitch. Yo. <laughs> 
nothing. Only I thing, ain't seen it. Listen, only thing I heard Jim Kenny name in was that fucking Made in America shit. That's the only thing I heard his name in the last oh. three years. He been mayor for like three years. Dog, I was like, I started with the. Apparently, it ain't been John Street in a little while. Like ten years. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was still John Street. Listen, Mike Nutter had two terms. The mayor term is what? Is it four or six years or something? Four. Shit? I think it's like the presidency. Is it four? four? Yeah. Yeah. Governor is six, right? Michael Nutter. How about it? Yeah. Damn. I forgot all the Nutter. Two fucking toes. So listen, I got Mike Nutter's Urkel voice. I met Mike Nutter when he was campaigning. I was at Rose Tattoo down on Callow Hill on a fucking date. At a tattoo parlor? No, no, no. It's a restaurant called Rose Tattoo. Oh, I'm like, what the fuck was he doing in there? Yeah, all right, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Across from my joint. Exactly. Japanese joint. Exactly. So. I've been there. Mike Nutter, get up. He see a black. I'm the only black motherfucker here, and I'm young as shit at the time. He come, speak to me. Hey, I'm Mike Nutter. I'm running for mayor. Blah, blah, blah. How you doing, young man? Nice to meet you. I'm like, oh, he pretty smooth for a boy with the black clown yeah. cut, whatever like that. He cool enough. Yeah. But uh, he wasn't supposed to get elected to mayor. That was yeah. the whole thing because he's a, a Republican mayor in a Democratic city. But uh-huh. he was a black face on the ticket, so he got elected. Yeah. And then he fucked everybody's shit up. Yeah. I met Stephen A. Smith. That has nothing to do with it. I don't know why that just popped into my head. I met John Street, too, when I was in high school. <laughs> you said I met Michael Thunder. I'm like, yeah, I met Stephen A. Smith one day. He was cool as shit, too. But, yeah, you said you met John Street? I met John Street, too, uh, on uh, 52nd and Market when he was campaigning. This I was in high school. Me and fucking Ricky met John Street. We got pictures. I know Ricky got the pictures somewhere. Ricky got all the Throwback Thursday pictures. I be cursing Rick the fuck out. Rick, take the motherfucking pictures down, dog. You seen the John I ever showed you with his pop when his pop was, like, twerking on the bitches at the <laughs> yeah. party? Yo. Rick Big Ricky, Big Ricky, get crazy. <laughs> but um, you know John Street. Before we go into the snow shit, you know John Street was like a wild ass, like dashiki wearing nigga back in the day. Yeah, you know his brother in the feds right now. Yeah, like Milton. they was all. Yeah, they, they, they was, was all. all like uh, black power. You, yeah. you, you ever see uh, I'm gonna get you sucker. Yeah, he was like the brother showed up with guns <laughs> and they left with jobs. Like that's <laughs> always think John Street them. Because he was like a militant ass dude, yeah. and then he just turned out to be a politician <laughs> and shit. But Fucking yeah, I John thought John Street. Street was still the mayor. And I'm like, yo, how did the mayor and like the city officials not have anything in? <laughs> I'm serious. There, they, there was no one prepared for that shit. It was like, so, man, fuck that snow. <laughs> so what I'm thinking is happening, because if you looked at the news shit, it was saying it was going to snow from 9 to 12. Yeah. It was only supposed to be like three, three and a half hours of snow. Yeah. Turns out, though, the shit went from, like, nine to, like, four, and it was heavy, and then it turned into rain, and it was cold. So that just made, like— everything up. And they put out no salt, no snow. I hit Scrap, because he drives the salt truck. I'm like, where are you at? He's like, I'm stuck in traffic. And I'm just (laughs) like, y'all on bullshit today. (laughs) Like, like, it was nobody ready for this shit. Like, Scrap, you in a motherfucking summertime putting up pictures sitting on the truck, nigga. Where are you when we need you? And and my thing be with, like, like you said again, like, the city full of abnormally dickheaded people. Um, It's amazing. If you got a Bonneville SSE, right, and and you know your tires aren't... It's a front-wheel drive car already. Yeah. Right? Your tires are... You haven't... You never... This is the thing. You patch the tire. You ain't never replaced the tire. Y- y'all spend money to make sure your heads aren't bald. You spend 1500 <laughs> on a weave, but then go and get used tires. <laughs> this shit is just stupid. Like, no, that ain't good enough. Give me. Let me see another one. It's just dumb. So it's like you know you got these bald ass used tires on this car. Yes. Right? On a on a trailblazer. LS with front wheel drive. 
Why are you going to get fresh coal for your hookah <laughs> in a snowstorm? You, you I'm gonna be in a crib. I got to get this motherfucking hookah right. And this, and that's like the fact that people even go out like I need to get some. I'm about to be snowed in. It's like, bro, global warming is real. You're not about to be snowed in. <laughs> we can hit with 20 feet of snow. No, that shit will be going in a day and a half. That shit was going the next morning. That shit was going that night. Motherfuckers, <laughs> Jules hit me like yo, how the roads? I'm like, nigga, I'm flying up and down 76. Listen, I was in a Mazda CX-5 with all-wheel drive. I was all over the city. I'm passing school buses, Dug. all type of shit, bum, bum ass Mitsubishi's, all type of shit. It was, they honking at me. I'm like, fuck y'all. It was, I'm out. It was bad. And um, literally, they, they just weren't prepared. The streets weren't brined. There was no salt. And motherfuckers was just outside. Like, that's another. Like, if you know, all right, it's about the snow. Pretty much everybody I know who, like, was anybody I know just wasn't going to work that day. Yeah. I'm just you know, thinking. I, I work for a company where it's like, we don't give a fuck if Independence Day, get nigga. get the fuck over here. You still, come on. That's the way they act. Because they'll suspend service, but you yeah. still got to come. So I get that. Because realistically, when I got to work, they was like, yeah, we ain't got no buses. They're all stuck in the street. Yeah. So we can't even send y'all out. Y'all can just go chill. We was playing poker. I didn't go on the fucking street for like four hours. Right. I'm, it was lit. But watching the shit outside the depot was just like, motherfuckers getting out the car trying to fight each other. <laughs> it, it was nuts. It was it was pandemonium. So the, the, the highlight of the shit was the... The four septa buses that was all disabled right by Lincoln Drive. Mm-hmm. Well, what is that? Uh, it's not Walnut Lane. It's the other street, right? Right on the other side of that in Lincoln Drive, Johnson. Okay, right by Johnson. Four buses, two that's like smacked in front of each other. One that's off to the side, and then one to the to the other side of that. Uh, so that shit. The school bus that was trying to go up the little hill by the Please Touch Museum, and I sat shade around them, and they were sitting there looking like fucking assholes. People got trapped on I-78 right past Allentown and had to sleep on the highway. Really? Yes. For what? Snow. Damn. It was so many cars piled up that was hitting each other and this, that, and the third. They had to sleep on the highway for like six hours. Damn. It was a to not to be outdone. Shout out to New York. Thousand car pileup Man. on the highway. <laughs> I remember uh, years ago, a lady drove onto I seventy. Was it seventy in York, Pennsylvania? I think it was seventy. That's a dope, bro. Shout out to York. I made a lot of money on York. Uh, this York, when I yeah. was driving for Walmart. I was going to the DC up yeah. near uh, Frackville Prison. Uh, it was on I eighty one, but you take seventy across mm-hmm. to eighty one. I know it very well. Chick drove onto the expressway on the 70 the wrong way, trying to commit suicide. And she caused, like, a crazy pileup. She hit a motherfucker, like, head on doing, like, 70. She left her family a note and all this crazy shit. And it, shit was nuts. But she killed herself and killed somebody else, which is, like, an asshole move, maneuver. Yeah, like, all these trees out here, you going to hit a car? Drive into the lake, <laughs> lady. Why are you coming at me doing 74 in a Plymouth Voyager? It's like, what the fuck? In uh, a tank. Yeah, essentially a, a fucking fireball tank. But she crashed, caused this big pileup. People did, so the coroners had to come out. So they shut down 70 while we was on the motherfucker. Yeah. So we was just out there. One motherfucker was on his way to, like, camping and shit. He started selling food. Like, he had food in the joint. He <laughs> cooked the grill up. I'm like, this shit is ridiculous. <laughs> Give me a sausage. <laughs> we just out this Some sausages, turkey, my yeah, man. We just out this but... We was out there for, like, four and a half hours. This shit was nuts. Nuts. So, yeah, man, but... The the traffic the other day was like scary. Yeah, I told you I, I I tried to get off the drive. That was where I made my biggest dickhead maneuver. I got off seventy six and got, got on the on drive. Because right. in my mind I'm thinking, damn it, seventy six. It was so cool that I'm like, 
Oh, the drive, like, if it's, this is that cool, the drive going to be good. And I got on the drive, and I'm like, Gridlocked. I'm looking at myself in the little mirror like, you a dickhead. <laughs> like, came down, tried to get off at a, what is that bridge where you come around to the Dell? What is that? The, the Strawberry Mansion Strawberry bridge. Mansion joint. The, got to the top, the ramp, cop was like, no, nah, go back. Boy, stuck, you know what I'm saying? And he hit something, so he ain't moving. All right, what the fuck? I'm making you turn on the ramp, come back down the ramp, go around to the other side to come up the motherfucking other ramp. As I'm about to turn onto it, it's a car literally fishtailing coming towards me. It's an Aston Martin DB9. And I'm like, what the fuck is he doing? Why are you out here in a supercar that's rear-wheel drive? And this shit? I mean, he was sliding every fucking where. Yeah. And he... He got the window rolled down. He on the phone. He like, man, African boy, I got no traction. I got no traction. I'm like, dog, you need to, where is your safari truck? You got to park this motherfucker. You can't be it's out here. for this joint. Put your e-brake on and ma- and call it a day. Real talk. I finally got up the Strawberry Mansion Bridge. And, man, it took me, like, literally, I left out the house at 2 o'clock. I'm supposed to report at work for 3.53. When I walked in the door, it was 3.52. Damn. I left the crib at 2 o'clock. It literally takes me, like, 15, 20 yeah. minutes to get to work. Listen. And that shit, and literally, it was like, I got in the depot, and everything around the depot completely locked up. Night- like my, Nightmare. The one, he was on the 48 before they suspended it. You pull out, you know where my depot is. Yeah. To 48, you pull out the depot and go around the depot and pull on to the side, 27th Street. That's the first stop. Yeah. He said it took him an hour to do that. To go around. To go the around the depot. And he got around the stop. I'm not going to fuck downtown. <laughs> pull that shit right back to fucking the depot. Hey, I'm not. What the fuck am I going to do out here? It took him an hour to go around the depot. Right. And it's just like that. I come. We was the, on some straight Atlanta shit. The I other come day. out the crib. I drive. As opposed to going down Henry, which is probably the move in in hindsight, probably should have went down Henry Avenue. Yeah, I'm gonna take my normal route. It's one in the afternoon. Who the fuck is outside with all this snow? It's been snowing since nine this morning. I, I go, I turn uh, across Walnut Lane, turn down instead of going straight down the hill. I go down, uh, going straight down Shures. I go down Ridge. Mm-hmm. So I go down Ridge. I, I'm like it's smooth sailing. I get right to the fucking uh, TD Bank. Chaos ensues. Yeah. Cause you know they that, shut that. You know they shut that down. Like they weren't letting anything come up the hill because exactly. motherfuckers were sliding backwards and shit. Exactly. So I I start to slowly like get past the shit. The shit is gridlocked right by the ice cream parlor where all the white yeah. people be turning left and yeah. blocking traffic and shit. So as I get to the readers, I'm like, I gotta make another. Like I gotta make another move. It's an ambulance that can't move, disabled. He, like, crooked like this mm-hmm. on the side or whatever, half in the parking spot. So everybody got to go around him. You get down, like, probably, like, another 100 yards further down, the bus disabled. The bus can't fucking move. The bus is stuck in snow. So I got to go down around, cut across, uh, cut across Larson Street, go down to Crescent, go back through. Now I'm back in the Mania. Mm-hmm. So now I'm on Main Street. Now I got a decision to make. Do I turn left or do I turn right on Main Street? Do I turn left and go back towards the way I was going or do I turn right and then go towards the Belmont Bridge? I turn right. As soon as I turn right, all the traffic start moving the other way. I make a fucking U-turn on Main Street, go back around. Dog, by the time I got to the bus depot right there, it took me 70 minutes to get from my front door to... Fucking uh, what's that? What's the Hicken? What's Hicken transfer? Trans- transfer station, and then what? What did I do? I seen all the people on the on the on ramp that was backed up. Let me get on the fucking drive. Did the same stupid mm-hmm. shit. Ended up going back around all this stupid shit. It took me two hours to get to fucking uh fifty second in Columbia. That's crazy. 
After a while, I just went to McDonald's, sat there, watched all the assholes walk that drive down the street. Like I just, ch- I chalked. We were sitting in the depot because they was, we, they was like on the tip, like, "Are oh, we waiting for buses?" And motherfuckers was like getting through, eventually bringing buses in. And my man, he like, "Yo, you think we should go like get a bus and go on the street?" And I'm like, "When they want us, they will come get us. <laughs> Sit down. Don't go down there." Right. He's like, "No, nah, but I'm saying like I ain't trying to get no write up on some bullshit." I'm like, "Listen." I grew up around white folks. My neighbors were white growing up. I went to a white high school. If it gets crazy enough, faint. Like, you feel like you're flustered and you don't know what to do. Just drop. Just fall on the ground. <laughs> don't forget about whatever's going on. All right. Like, but I'm like, as far as right now, just go have a seat. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it was like 50 of us. Just Because my thing is this. You go get a bus. Then what? Where are you going? We'll end up right back the fuck here. It took Scott an hour to go around the deep. Where are you going? I'm going to chill here till 10 o'clock, and then I'll go on the street. And you know the crazy part is when I finally did go on the street, it was people still waiting for the bus <laughs> and mad because the bus wasn't going to the end of the line. And it's just like, fam lamb. What have y'all been doing? All what have day? you been doing since 9 o'clock this morning? <laughs> it's, it's, it's 9.43 p.m. What, are you, what did you do all day? Wait on y'all. Wait on y'all. Smoke the Dutch. Waited on y'all. You know what I'm saying? It shit amazes me when motherfuckers get numbers. on the bus. Damn, man, I've been out here for an hour and a half. You didn't call an Uber, a Lyft. You didn't call an Audible. Something. <laughs> no, you, you ain't got no plays. <laughs> you, I got one play in one the motherfucking play. playbook. Yo, get on the bus, ride to the end. Of, get on the bus, beg for a fare, ride to the end of the line. That's the only play in my playbook. If this shit don't go right, I'm going to just be out here. Hurry up, nigga. Yeah. Did I tell you I almost snapped on the motherfucker the other day on <laughs> no, the bus? Did. So the motherfucker, I put the seat up, the first seat to the right. I don't. I, I always put it up because I don't want people sitting there. Because right. they, to me, they they stare at me, and it like I've developed anxiety too. We'll talk about this at a later show, but I feel like they be looking at me and shit, like to see what I'm doing, and it just I don't know. It just makes me un- uncomfortable. Yeah. So I had the seat folded up. Bull gets on. And folds the seat down and sits down. So I'm just like, oh, my God. Like, why the fuck are you folding this Right. And sit there like, all right, whatever. I ain't tripping. I don't fucking whatever. I had a bag of popcorn I bought from Sprouts, the little farmer's market on Broad Street. Yeah. And it's like natural popcorn. So it's like not in like a, a nigger bag that like pops right open. It's like <laughs> one of them hard cardboard bags. And I'm trying my hardest to like get the shit open, but I can't. And I'm not trying to make no right. crazy movements. And I'm like trying my hardest. So finally I like yanked. And when I yanked, that shit like poof, went everywhere. just popped and just went every fucking where. And I hear him like, damn, that's salty. I almost crashed because I, I full-fledgedly <laughs> turned. Like, yo, get the fuck away from me. And it's like, that that's the anxiety yeah. I have now with people. Like, like, you a fish in a fishbowl, and they just, yo, like, watching it. My, my nerves are, like, terrible now from being around people yeah. all day. And just, I, I, are you like that at all? Like, you go out in the world and just, well, too many people gets me, like, flustered. Well, now. I just have certain... Certain mechanisms that I just employ whenever I go out and I know it's gonna be like a large crowd. I'm always like back to the wall. Yeah. I need to see the room, what the fuck is going on. I just have a thing about people like being behind me. Like, and and that's if, 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 if I could drive a bus like the fire truck. Like the nigga from the back, <laughs> it'd be lit. You know what I'm saying? But that's really what it'd be. It's the fact that it's so many of y'all. Yeah. So many of y'all that I know are like shout out 
behind me. Yeah. Well, like, what happens when, when like, one of y'all pull out a knife or just, just something yep. weird? One of y'all go rogue and decide the day is the and day it's to Big the, Matt dies. That, that's, that safety glass shit we got now on some of the buses, I'm literally, if I, they give me a bus that doesn't have it, I'd be like, like, I need another bus. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, I need one of, and they'd be like, oh, you like that? I'd be like, I love that junk. Yeah. Like, what? Like, Fuck yeah, they can't touch me. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking lit. Fuck yeah. You kidding me? And Been waiting on this my whole life. The chick asked me the other day, like, why they put this on the bus? And I'm like, it's for safety. She like, from what? And I'm like, from y'all. Like, they didn't put this shit here for grizzly bears or fucking, you know, sharks. Like, this shit is for humans. Because y'all don't know how to fuck the act when you get... Like, like, bro, people be that stupid. Like, what the fuck do you think it's for? It's for y'all. For for the Taniquas and the, and the Ron Rons of the world. Did you see the niggas on Mischief Night that shot up the beer joint with the paintball guns? Yeah. Dog. It's just like stupid shit like that where people be thinking they be having fun. The shit with the niggas doing the prank shit where they be like fucking like people thinking like shit like that is fun though. We live in trying times where yeah. it's like people got all types of anxiety. People got all kinds of shit that have happened Trauma, to family. Tramped, all that shit. Yeah. So it's like you running into a restaurant <clears throat> And y'all acting like y'all about to shoot this joint up. That's not funny. That shit ain't cool. It ain't funny. Ain't nothing dope about it. You gonna run into a situation where you got an off-duty cop, somebody that's let, let, with a licensed hammer gonna that's going to you the fuck up, and they gonna melt when justifiable it, homicide. I and <clears throat> the crazy part is that so many people on YouTube. This is just how weird we are. I guess this is my y'all weird first y'all weird Let's in months. It. Y'all who think that these pranks where you're inciting. Chaos and terror and panic. That shit ain't funny at all. And y'all the fuck retarded. Not even them. Y'all are weirder yeah, than for enjoying this for shit. enjoying the shit. Motherfuckers was just at a concert where sixty people got killed from a motherfucker with a rifle, right? Assault rifle. Shit like that ain't funny. Yeah, it's just not. It, it's it's nothing about that cool. Straight up, and it's so fucked up because it's like they look, t- I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, yeah, but your girlfriend was in the Walmart on 309 when that shit like yeah. that ain't cool. Motherfuckers don't understand like like you said PTSD, the the trauma that comes from that losing real. a family member yeah. to some violence, losing a love, a son, a daughter, of any of that shit. Yeah. What I was going to get into <laughs> was that Vince Staples touched on that exact point. He, he had a re- real great interview last year with, on Hot 97. And he was saying, like, he's like, all black people sell is trauma. He's like, you look at fucking Monday Night TV, Love and Hip Hop, bitches fighting, uh, uh, basketball wives. Old bitches fighting. You fucking cut on fucking YouTube. Somebody getting their fucking top blown back. You go on World Star, 100 motherfuckers fighting. Like, all we sell is trauma. Oh, so it's like, know. why does the fucking prank gotta be? Why can't the prank be something more clever than what, nigga? I'm gonna shoot this shit up. Like, why does it have to always immediately go to the graphic violence? That's like, that's the only way to get your point across. Yeah, and it's hundreds of these fucking things that exist. Yeah, it's weird. It's, it's super weird. It, it, but the, the like I said, I feel like it's weirder that people actually give it a platform, and that goes to shit. Me and you be talking about like just on the like on the outside of this joint, like the 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 more dumb shit you're willing to do, and the more you're like willing to sell your your self morals, your respect for, for yourself and for people. The the more of that dumb shit you're willing to do, the larger your audience will be. Yes, and it's like yo, we gotta get back to where we start giving like. 
people who deserve an audience an audience. Yeah. People who deserve a following a following. Like, why, why is it 500,000 people like this? <laughs> this image of yeah. young blacks running into a restaurant. <laughs> what, nigga? Fuck out. Hey, yo, move, y'all. And everybody, like... When we know how that turn, like in real, the real life version, we've seen it play out too many times. The Halloween shit, the uh, the two little kids got shot in the crossfire. Like we've seen this play out in real life. Like I'm keeping it mean. If I'm in a restaurant and I'm on a date or something, whatever, I'm eating motherfucking a a, a, a little piece of steak. But I'm if I'm eating <laughs> and a petite filet, yeah, fuck, give me give me give me the two ounce <laughs> steak. Like, but if I'm in there and I'm eating and motherfuckers running here and the niggas next to me. Arguing with this nigga, and he's like, yo, watch out, y'all. And I got my steak knife in my hand. I, I'm i hawking you. Because I got to get the fuck out. Like, I, like, I can't be I like. I got to make it home. I can't be like, oh, this for YouTube. Did you see they ran up on me, you know? Yeah. And, like, they was like, yo, that shit not funny, dog. Yeah. Like, you tripping. Like, this motherfucker done been out here. He done had issues with niggas in, in Toronto. He done had issues with niggas in Cali. He done yeah. had, You can't play like that, running yeah. up on. And I just. We just weird. We just a weird ass fucking bunch. Yeah, definitely. Y'all can't man. drive in the snow, y'all. <laughs> y'all, y'all can't do a clever prank. Yeah, y'all. Just, we just a <laughs> fucked off little bunch of people, man. I saw that shit the, the other day, and I'm like, we got to stop making the news for baloney, man. Like the, the shit is just how about it. It's the truth. How fucking about niggas it, love man. making the news and being in some shit for absolute baloney. I I don't get it. You know what I mean, but. What you going to do? Shit is crazy, man. Let me uh, get into this next ad. Uh, shout out to a Kiki supporter and a listener of the show. She's sponsored with us before. Um, she's got a grand opening for her new uh, all-kids boutique for Up To You 2-2. Two, two. That's Up Number 2. Letter U, T-U, T-U. Uh, bring your kids out to a day of fun at Up To You 2-2's All Kids Boutique. Grand opening this coming Black Friday, 506 South 52nd Street is the address where your kids will enjoy a moon bounce, game uh, bus, face painting, balloon characters, pop-up characters, cotton candy, popcorn machines, cupcakes, candy apples, candy treats, uh, bags, and 20% of your entire purchase. Shit, fuck the kids. I'm pulling up yeah, this shit. Really. It sound lit. You got the moon bounce and all this shit is free. I'm I'm showing up, Kiki. Playing a lot of games. But, uh, yeah, 20% of your entire purchase for the grand opening. They're having a ribbon cutting ceremony at 12 p.m. Please come early to enjoy all of the activities. Bring your kids through. Bring your nieces, nephews, uh, you know, some kids you found on the street that, you know, might uh, need a tutu, something like that. Bring yeah. them through. And uh, most importantly, make sure y'all follow them on Instagram at up. UP number two, letter U T U T U. That's at up to you two two. And uh, we appreciate her for sponsoring the show once again. She said she got a lot of hits last time she got sponsored with us. And and it's it's on Black Friday, right? Black the Friday, November twenty third. Yep. She had told me about that and I was like, I don't I don't know if I'm gonna be off. Like I'm off on Fridays, but I might work O T. Right. You know. You're working O T. You always work O T. I, I like I be trying not to though. <laughs> You know what I'm they saying? They just find you. The OT finds me. Yeah. <laughs> they, they just come get me out the out the blue. They got me today. Like, but um, yo, where are you at with um with the whole Kanye situation with him and and Cuddy back now trying to do music and him denouncing all of his political foolishness? Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, I think Kanye is completely full of shit. 
Um, I'm pretty much done with him as like a human being, just overall. I think that he sways too far right. I'm, I'm as I say right, I'm leaning left, but he sways too far right and too far left on various things, yeah. and he doesn't have a stance on anything. And he is now manifested himself in human form as a guy who doesn't read. He's a self-prescribed guy who doesn't read and doesn't really educate himself and Mm -hmm. he goes off how he feels and he's manifested himself into the human version of an uneducated guy with no information. And yeah. it shows in his actions to where it's like you can allow what's that girl's name? Candace Owens. Owens. You let you let Candace Owens, like a twenty something year old girl with this right wing political agenda, right. fucking roll you up into all of this fucking shit and make you the poster child for black Republicans and parade you in front of the president and this, that, and the yeah. third. And then you go back and see yourself on TV and only then do you say, damn. I'm a dickhead. When all these people have been trying to tell you for months that, damn, you're a dickhead. Yeah. Like, T.I., 2 Chains, Pusha T. All these close people to you in your immediate circle, 10, 12-year friends have been Snoop telling you, dog, all of them. you're a yeah. dickhead. And you're like, I just want to be free to think what I want to think. Yeah. And it's like, no, nah, boss, because... You're too important of a figure in not just black culture, but in popular culture to spread destructive yeah. messages. Even Kim K, she like, all right, people. listen, I'm going to just go be bad as shit and be with my family. I can't, I can't deal with this. Yeah, like you my husband. I fucked with you. But, but you, you're a nut ass nigga. Like, yeah. I'm over here. <laughs> like, I'm going to just go over here. Be, you know, somebody <laughs> hit me up the other day about the whole show um, on the DM. He was like, yo, bro, I... um." I'm waiting for y'all to get back to doing a podcast. He's like, and I fuck. He's like, low key, I think you the funniest motherfucker on Instagram. I love when you be doing the stories or whatever. Yeah. He's like, but yo, when you be talking that Kim K, the baddest bitch on earth, you be losing me, bro. And I'm like, stay lost. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no GPS for you. <laughs> I'm just like, what a what a uh, what's the rapping nigga from Harlem? Bet battle nigga. Uh, Loaded Lux. Lux, I hate you, lost niggas. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, Chief. I mean, yo, motherfuckers really be mad at me over that, like Kim K being the baddest. Why chick. though? I don't know because I, people will tell me I have like a thing and I like don't like black women. I'm like, you ask me who are the five baddest women on earth? I named four black women, right? And I said Kim K, right? Just because she usurps the other four doesn't mean that I don't appreciate the other four just as much. I, I love Rihanna. Yeah. I love Bree Westbrook. Everyone knows that. That's Everybody. a big girl. Yeah. Lyra Galore. Super out there. Cute as a button. Cute as a button. <laughs> she got a lot of shit going on now with the bull. She got a lot of shit. Yeah. Yo, listen. P, if if you if the sound of my voice reaches your ears, you are a goat. And a national treasure, my man. Yeah, P's. I, I, t- I told, I told, with that I told, nigga. I told Black the other day. I'm like, P might be up there for best year uh, <laughs> oh, when we do the oh, TRV man. awards <laughs> this year. Listen, they saying he, he, they saying he got homegirl pregnant. He engaged to the one. They saying that he hitting one of her friends that's from here. And that uh, now they saying based off of the Breakfast Club interview that the chick Young Miami is one of his bitches also. His who's his artist? Who's Young Miami from City Girls? The, oh, one, that's okay. not the one that's not locked up. They Which one is? What's the one name that's locked up? JT. JT. Yeah. So they saying now that it's suspected that Young Miami is one of his bitches because she was just gloating about him her whole interview. I put my hand up. Y'all couldn't <laughs> see it. Sorry to ask Chad a question. Matt, what, what did the city girls do that had like Twitter all in an uproar? 
Can you explain it? Well, there what was, happened with them this week? Because I don't know. There was the uh, Breakfast Club interview, and then they were doing they're doing some twerk challenge. The city girls? Yeah, they have some twerk challenge. That Isn't one in are, prison though? One is in prison. Okay. But How long is she in prison for? Till January, February. Okay, so it's not super no, long. No, it's not right? super okay. long. It's like a two-year sentence, but with the federal system, when you haven't had a history of uh, crime and all that shit, you don't have no, nothing violent on your jacket, you get certain safety valves that you're able to press, and it, de- it decompresses your sentence. Okay. So a two-year sentence is turning for her to like six It's like Shiz, Shiz got five years, but he only did like two and a half because he did like a drug program exactly. and some other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So it's like certain, Shout out Shiz, man. Yeah, so it's certain shit that you can do in the federal system that gets you home a little early. Yeah. But they appear, I don't know what it is, but people keep telling me, that it's the best shit ever and they got some Turk challenge and all the bitches is losing it and then they put an album out uh, Friday uh, some, okay so they dropped some, an album yeah they put an album out some some whole anthems on there that all the hoes is loving and uh, this is my free game alert for the week uh, fellas if you are out here dating chicks that are like yo get in your car like yo cut that city girls on Guard your wallet, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, guard your wallet. <laughs> this is probably a situation where you want to make sure at the end of the night when you winding down and you about to beat up on them booty cheeks, you want to make sure you stick your wallet and your jewelry in the pillowcase and sleep with it tucked tight. Chicks who listen to City Girls every day are the ones that, like, go through your fucking go through your pocket and take money and put money back. That's like shit that you didn't have in here. <laughs> Bitch, why do I got so many $2 bills in my motherfucking pants? Where are the 50s and the 100s at? <laughs> you done rifled through my shit and put some shit back that don't have nothing to do with nothing. Trying to make the illusions uh, st- stay clear. So that's a free game alert for the fellas. Beware of all the city girls uh, listeners. I mean, it's going to be bad for your wallet. You might have a good time, though, but it's going to be yeah, bad I, for your pocket. I pockets. saw people mentioning the city girls. Left yeah, they put right. an album out Friday. Some some whole anthems or whatever. Shout out to them. Okay. I particularly appreciate their brand of music. They're picking up where Trina left off. Uh, yeah, because they from Miami, from right? From Miami, okay, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. The they got the new Millennium credit card scammer dick sucker anthems shout out so to what them. did the one that's in jail what did she get locked up for uh aggravated uh identity theft aggravated yeah. okay yeah you're right i did see yeah, yeah multiple yeah. counts yeah hey why do you have 17 ids on you and 14 credit cards we're gonna, we gonna bring you in for questioning this don't look right here's a guy from my neighborhood he did like 11 years of state and one of his charges was aggravated mayhem i'm like what, <laughs> what the fuck what did you do that the mayhem <laughs> Was next level, <laughs> like you would think. Like yeah, the mayhem is not enough. <laughs> like you would think. <laughs> aggravated <Like>, mayhem. <laughs> aggravated just, mayhem. Just getting charged with mayhem sounds like some WCW shit. Bruh. So it's like for, for it to be aggravated, that means you had to like really, really like. Yes. You had to wow. Yeah. Like you had to be wowing. Like they put the cuffs on you, then you like grab the cuff and like hit like, them up like with wild the apostrophe in. <laughs> you all oh, wild. You had to be wild. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I never understood that whole uh, situation he had. But um, <laughs> yeah, whenever I hear aggravated, I always that shit is like, what did you do? Like, that wait, it, hold on, wait a second. Let me listen closer to this. Like, what, what the, did you do that it was that <laughs> it was aggravated? aggravated yeah. You know what I'm saying? The um, are we even talking about sports? Are we? I don't know. I'm gonna talk about. How fucked up life in America is. Okay, cool. And how come we can do that? Why is there a rumor that Condoleezza Rice is uh, up for the head coach of the Cleveland Browns? Yeah, I, it, that's not. It can't be true. <laughs> how does that even get into like the atmosphere? What's crazy is Adam Schefter reported it, and he's like, because <laughs> I when I saw that I'm like, oh, this is fake. But then I'm like, it's Adam Schefter, and I'm like. 
And this is just how fucked off I am as an American. Donald Trump president. Yeah. Fucking Terminator as a fucking governor. That I said to myself, and I'm like, I mean, Condoleezza was. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like shit, she can't was. Can't be no better than the She was chairman in a, in a White House meeting. So I'm like, she can't be no better, no worse than Eric Mangini. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I tear that to myself. Started saying that. And it's like, I'm, I'm an idiot. But it, it's the truth. It's like, when I sit around and see, like, I've seen so many people come out and say that they want to run for president in 2020. Yeah, Kanye, Waka Flocka. Kanye, <laughs> 2 Chains, Waka Flocka, The Rock, Akon. None of these people have any political experience. <laughs> but it's, it's Donald Trump right. becoming president. Like, and it is, it's literally gotten me to the point where it's just like, if I apply for a job, right, and y'all like, okay, we want to bring you up for an interview, I dead ass might be like, why? Right. <laughs> the fuck for? Right, because we live in a time where it's like you you don't need any you can just be what you want to be. I can just be this shit. Yeah. Fuck you need to interview me for. I'm all, I'm I'm overqualified for this shit. If we keeping it a bean. <laughs> like y'all starting salary is really bullshit if you really want to like get into it. Keeping it keeping it trail <laughs> like it should should be a lot more than this. I should come, I'm gonna come down there and interview y'all. Yeah, how about that? Yeah. Do. He said, see here on your resume, you're into chilling, doing all types of ill shit. <laughs> like, like, rubbing oil on big booty hoes. Yeah, like it, but it, it's just crazy. Like The fact that hearing Condoleezza Rice is interviewing or think they're thinking about interviewing her for a head coaching position. And it's not thrown. Like I dead ass read it and was like, I mean... And my man was like, cool the fuck out. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm serious. I'm like, give her a shot. Like, I'm like... Cause if think about it, if Trump is the pre, Trump is the head of state and the commander in chief, commander in chief, hand on the button, hand on the button, he is numero uno for fuck, the free world. Fuck the porn star and got exposed in the media. He's president. Yeah, a porn star went on sixty <laughs> minutes and talked about spanking the president in a motel. Motherfucker rigged the election with the Russians. All type of shit. All kinds of shit. President. President. I say best friends with the most dangerous man on the face of the earth right now. President. President. All his the the shit with the casinos. All like president. So it's like that has crept into the world now. Yeah. People like man, I do whatever the fuck I want for real, for real. Yeah. Absolutely. People just don't give no fucks whatsoever. For what? Give a fuck for what? What is it? What does giving a fuck actually do? It's nuts. It's astonishing. Kaepernick <laughs> still don't have a job. Yo, I saw the day that the uh, what quarterback bro- tore his leg up today? Uh, Alex Smith. Was Did you watch. see that? I heard this shit was like hanging off his. It was the j- t- how crazy it was. It was the Joe Theismann shit I heard. Thirty three days, thirty three years to the day. Joe Theismann was there. Joe Theismann was, was there. Yeah, and the camera guy focused right on him right after right. that happened. Like, <laughs> yeah, crazy. <laughs> for, all, for all of you children that don't know, Lawrence Taylor snapped Joe Theismann's leg into in a, fifty pieces, into thirty eight million pieces. <laughs> snapped his shit, ended his career. Today, Alex Smith, quarterback for the Redskins, had the same exact injury. On the field in Washington, 33 years to the day that Joe Theismann's injury happened, and Joe Theismann was there. That's fucked up. That's, That's crazy. the final destination shit. Right. So the the Redskins released a statement afterwards saying that they're going to be looking at 
quarterbacks to bring in. I forgot the other two, but one of them is Mark Sanchez. And I'm like, how the <laughs> fuck is Colin Kaepernick not getting a job as a quarterback? And, and Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy, yeah. That's it. I'm just like, Mr. Butt Fumble is getting a like, look before fucking absolute Colin. bullshit, yo. It's crazy. Nah, it ain't no collusion going on, but we're going to talk to Mark Sanchez because our quarterback's leg just got snapped. Like, what? Meh. But. Oh, before we end with sports real quick, can we talk about Melo? Yes, please, please talk about Melo. Um, Mellow's washed. Yes. And the Mellow stands don't want to accept it. Well, I mean, in, in, in basketball terms, we talked about it before the show. Mellow should have been taken out back and shot like old Mello, Yeller Mello seven years, sh- seven seasons ago. Mellow should have caught one in the head along ba- basketball wise. Basketball wise. Mellow's the goat when it comes to getting money. I fucks with him as a, as a person. I fucks with Mello. Stand-up guy, family man. He's from Baltimore, Baltimore, got out of that bullshit. Fuck a couple hoes on the side. You know what I'm saying? Like, he got la la. You got to respect I him. I fuck with Mello. He made $30 million this year. This year. And he stuck. And he stinks. Fucked it up. <laughs> he stinks. That nigga is not on no team. He got money from two teams. And might get money from a third. He might, he might be on his fifth team in two seasons. Real shit. And getting checks from all of them. Big checks. But with that being said, he's a dinosaur. He's a Neanderthal. He's, he's a Neanderthal, and the motherfucking iceberg has hit a long time ago, and for some strange reason, he's the last one left. Mello is the Hindenburg. Like, that's what yeah. he is. Like a fucking uh, a passenger blimp. Yes. Like, nigga, we ain't using these no more. Yeah, it's over. Like, it, it's just what it is. Mello literally comes on a court, and it just fucks up the entire offense. Yeah. It's funny because I saw AI talking about him the other day. AI was like, oh, man, they trying to blackball him. He's still got a lot left in the tank. All he need is the right situation. And I'm like, yeah, because you're the expert on this. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like I was telling my, my man other, this morning at work, the NBA is the 450 best players on earth. Yes. You watch niggas not be able to do it in the NBA, go to China. And Jimmer Fredette had 75 the other day in mm. China. It's, Did you see the graphic of Melo next to Jimmer Fredette? Yeah. And it's just like shit like <laughs> to be in the NBA, you're 450 of the best. So if you come into the NBA in 2003, 2005, six, you you're one of the best players in the NBA. You're one yeah, of the best 450 sure. in the world. 12 years later, 2018, you might not be one of the best 450 players in the world, especially if the game has moved so much. So dramatically. So yeah. I used it, explaining it to a guy at my job. I'm like, what number are you on our, we got 278 drivers at my depot. I'm like, what number are you? He's like, I'm 24. I'm like, right, you in the top 25. You remember when you was number 200 and whatever the fuck it was at the end? I'm like, I'm one, I think I'm 141 or something like that. It's motherfuckers that's down there to the 200s. When they weren't here, I was lower. Right. You were lower. Because the old heads who have now retired and left or have gone on into supervision or management or directors, they were... You understand what I'm saying? So it's like when, new, when, when Anthony Davis comes in to the NBA, that's one spot that somebody now is out of because yeah. this is one of the best 450 on earth. Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, all of these Giannis. people. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, all of these people... Are now here, so y'all who were maintaining these spots, the Chris Boshes of the world, you got to get out of here. Yeah. Dwayne Wade, you got one more. We giving you one more because right. you the Flash, but you got to get out of here. You know what I mean? You look at two thousand and four when them dudes showed up: Chauncey Billups, Rasheed Wallace, Rip Hamilton. All y'all going? All going. Ben going. Ben going. <laughs> Tajon Prince going. <laughs> yeah. Paul Pierce going. Kevin Garnett going. Ray Allen going. Y'all going because 
your time is up. Yeah. It's not nothing knocking you, but your time is yeah. up. Kareem was one of the best things ever. Kareem can't go out there no more. His Kareem time is played up. for fucking 27 seasons. Kareem played so long, they was getting back on uh, offense. He was still uh, setting up on defense. Like, damn, like Kareem, like, oh, y'all back over here? Shit, yeah. all right, let me get in position. Kareem played for so long, motherfuckers didn't know he had another name in the NBA. <laughs> like, he was Kareem for 22 years. years. <laughs> like, they didn't know he was somebody else. And it's like, yeah, like, it's not a knock to Melo, but it's just like, yo, when it comes to the analytical game of basketball where the yeah. three is worth more than two and all we care about is spacing, you are not one of the 450 best players. Yeah, literally, seven years ago, there was no such thing as a 3 and D player. No. The shit didn't exist. No. There was there, Steph Curry wasn't Steph Curry seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Klay Thompson wasn't Klay Thompson seven. Like the whole game has changed. Daryl Morey, the GM of the Houston Rockets, constructed a model where all we do is dunk or shoot threes. And if you shoot a fucking two, you're getting out the game. Yeah, because you don't fucking get it what it is that we do here. Yeah. Melo the other day shot a deep two, made the shit, looked at the bench and said, "Yo, my bad." He said, "My fault." <laughs> he said, "My fault." <laughs> he said that. In the game. Yeah. What is going on? Oh, shit. My fault, y'all. Damn, I'm bugging. I, told, I thought I was in New York. I told my homie, I'm like, when Melo pulled up for a fucking 20-foot two-pointer and turned to his bench and was like, my fault, my fault. You know what that felt like? Cuddy on the wire when he wouldn't kill the ball in the alley. And he was like, it just ain't in me no more, man. <laughs> and he's like, remember, uh, I always call him AZ. What the fuck is his name on there? Avon. Avon. It was like, t- he left today. He's a man back in his time. He left today a man. Like, that shit was like that. Like, Yo, this shit just ain't in me no more. Like right. I ain't got it. And, and that, like that's that's mellow. Like yeah. ain't no it ain't no hating, ain't no sad shit, whatever, whatever. It's just it's over. It's not it's not, you can look at him and tell that he wants to do the right thing and he wants to still participate, but he's just such a bull and just knows one way how to play the game and the game just passed him by. Yeah. Whereas a LeBron LeBron just figured it the fuck out. Like yeah. LeBron just figured out how to do everything and just change his game around fucking not necessarily change his game around, but be so efficient and be so focused on efficiency that the game could not pass him by because he had the the intellect slash acumen and the skill level. So LeBron had 51 tonight on 19 for 30 shooting. Six for, th- six for eight from three. 30 shots, 50 points. This goes back to, I was trying to explain this to the guy at my job. Kobe, AI on them, on average, were shooting 30 times a night. Yeah. On average. Kobe's highest scoring year, he averaged 35.4. I remember the year great. It was 2006. Yep. He averaged 29 shots a game that year. Yeah, so that's damn near a shot for every point that's going in the, in the bed. LeBron tonight had 51 on 30 shots. That's the efficiency. You give LeBron 30 shots, he's going to score 47, right. 48. The first game of the finals uh, last year against the Warriors, he had 51, 8, and 8 on 32 shots. Yeah. You give LeBron James or Steph Curry 30 shots, y- you might get 65. <laughs> it's lights up. You, you <laughs> did as might get. Like, that's the efficiency that I'm talking about with basketball now. Yeah. Where it's like back in the day, you give Kobe or AI or T Mac or Vince Carter 30 shots, niggas might drop 35 yeah. and it's lit. You give these new players 30 shots, you dead-ass in force. What, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jimmy Butler last night, like, man, Kimba dropped 60 on me. Like, I'm sick about that because yeah. I got to hear that shit for the rest of my goddamn yeah, like, life. I hit the game winner, but at the end of the day, Kimba dropped 60 on me. And, and I'm sitting here trying to figure out how to fuck a player who played below the rim like Kimba dropped 60 on you. Yo, shit crazy. 
It's, like it's, Kimba's an elite point guard now. It's nuts. Two years ago, he was trade bait. Now he's an elite point guard. You One of the saying? five or six best point guards in the league right but now. But this is what I'm talking about. Kimba had 60 last night on 34 shots. And he's a little guy. That's what. I, that's <laughs> the difference in the NBA now and back then. Melo then, you could go on the floor and you could go 8 for 21. It's lit. Yeah, hit your you free, go eight for twenty one now. Seventy five percent of your free throws is lit. You go eight for twenty one now on the wing. You're running laps tomorrow in practice. <laughs> you're fucking up. Dead ass Kimba has sixty last night on thirty four shots. That shit is amazing. That's nuts. Yeah, that's that's scary almost. And he's six foot. You give Kevin Durant thirty four shots. 70. You in, you in for it, dog. You, you in for a long motherfucking night. This shit is crazy, yo. It's, it's, it's really, it's, it's astonishing watching it happen. You know what I mean? So it's like, like perfect example. I'm going to go to the, uh, let's, let's, let's just for giggles look at the Warrior shit last night. Kevin Durant last night had 32 on 20 shots. He scored 30 on 20 shots. Right. So if you give him an extra 14 field goal attempts, Kevin Durant scored 50. Yeah, 58. Yeah, like, and <laughs> that's the efficiency that just goes on every day now in basketball yeah. that just we don't even talk about like on some grand scheme yeah. shit. Joel Embiid as a center, dead ass is going. But what's his name? Not even Joel. I fuck Joel Embiid for a second. What's the big ball was on the Lakers? He on Milwaukee now. Um, oh, uh. Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez. Brooke Lopez had eight threes the other he night. He had a, a shooting display. <laughs> Brooke Lopez. He was pulling up from Steph Range the other night. Had eight threes the other night. What you gonna do with that? Yeah. You watched the other night when Jimmy Butler hit the game winner uh, for the Sixers against Kimba and them. Yeah. When Jimmy Butler both times got one on one. You know why? Joel Embiid had to walk out of the paint and he went out to the three point line. You know what that person had to do? Go guard him. That's the creating space shit. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, if you're not creating space, you're in the way. Yep. You just, you, 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 you're in the end, though. Absolutely. So Ain't no like, diss to Melo. Yeah, I like we, him. We love Melo. Like Melo. Respect his getting money abilities. He made a couple wrong decisions in his career path that could have, you know, led him down a different path. He should have went to the Bulls when Derrick Rose was in his prime. He should have went to Houston early as opposed to late. He made yeah. a lot of fucking mistakes in terms of the the personnel part of his career because he didn't want to sacrifice no bread. Yeah. He forced his way out of Denver a year too early and depleted a young Knicks team that could have made a deep run if they just add him in the yeah. summertime. Yeah. Like He made a lot of fucking mistakes because he just wanted what he wanted. But in his prime, he's a fantastic player. Mm-hmm. He just ate up a lot of space. He was a big Kobe, basically. Like yeah. it's a big fucking Kobe. Like my and the, the, my, my homie at my job was like this to put a like a bow on all of this. He was like, "Yeah, man. I mean, what was the? F- I'm trying to think the exactly the, like verbatim way he said it. But he was because he was talking about LeBron and, and um, Carmelo, and he was yeah. like, they essentially the same dude. I'm like. No, the fuck they not, aren't. Like in the words of Textone, not really. No, they aren't, dog. That's that's vastly different. So then we start talking about the best ever. He's like, "Do you think LeBron's the best ever?" And I'm like, "Honestly, at this point, yeah. Like he's just too good for too long. Too good for too long, and he's not supposed to be that. Yeah. Like, ain't nobody that's as big as Karl Malone supposed to be faster than Gary Payton, right? And <laughs> it's just not supposed to happen yeah. like that. Like that, it's just, it's an anomaly, yeah. really. You know. And then he was like. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I personally, I think Kobe better. I'm like, Kobe, my favorite player ever. And he ain't better. But he ain't better. And he was like, yeah, I mean, shit, like, they, they kind of did mellow dirty, if you think about it, because it's like, they gave Kobe that treatment. They let Kobe pretty much do whatever he wanted for his last couple years. And I'm like, and he ruined the Lakers. Yes. The Lakers, the Lakers, the most historic franchise in NBA, other than Boston, maybe. Yeah. But honestly, in these last three decades, in the modern era, they're the best basketball they're, franchise. They're the franchise to be yeah. in the NBA. They didn't make the playoffs for the last five years. Yeah, they're seven years behind where they should have been like because Kobe, of the two extra years they paid Kobe. As much as I love Kobe, and that's my favorite player, Kobe fucked the Lakers up for yeah. the last five seasons. Fucked them up. Yeah. And now they're just getting to where it's like next year, honestly, this year, they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. Will they make noise? Depends on if Tyson, talk about the Tyson Chandler pickup. Tyson Chandler changed pickup was the huge. whole complexion of the fucking because team. JaVel McGee honestly was looking like he was about to be defensive player of the year. You know JaVel is like <laughs> leading in blocks, like smashing it, but it gives him a break now. Yeah, and it's like I, I know this is hating. I'm so happy Rondo broke his wrist. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it is. I know that's hating. I know that's bad, but because it, it gives Lonzo now full on time. Yeah, to. To gel with the team. Figure and, out yeah. what the fuck it's going to be. Because he still had moments where he just, he timid. Did you see Lance shoving to the defender tonight? <laughs> like, he still have them little goofy moments. So it's like, they're going to be a playoff team. Yeah. But next year when they get KD, it's on. Yeah. Here's the crazy part, though. If the Warriors lose KD, they're going to get Anthony, AD. They're going to get Anthony Davis. And they fuck going to be even better. Which pisses me off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which pisses me the fuck off. But um, yeah, we've been talking. You you want to talk about the whole multiple podcast shit we've been thinking about doing? Yeah, definitely. Before we get into that though, let me just give a quick shout out once again to Dope Shows, uh, our sponsor for the night. They got Money Bag Yo live in concert coming up Sunday, November twenty fifth. With special guest Sa Masquiat, Sean Sloan. It's at the Fillmore, Philadelphia. Y'all know where the fuck the Fillmore is. Y'all go to Drake Night every motherfucking month. Y'all know where the Fillmore is. Twenty nine East Allen Street, Philadelphia, PA, across from the Sugar House. Get your tickets right now at Ticketmaster dot com. Or you could go to the Fillmore box office or go to any DTLR slash Sneaker Villa stores. For those of you that don't know, DTLR, Downtown Locker Room, bought Sneaker Villa about a year ago. Now they're rebranding all of the stores as DTLR slash Villa or just DTLR. I rode past the joint on Broad. and the fuck is this? Yeah, and I was like, the fuck, <laughs> fuck is, is DTLR? Yeah, yeah you actually right. DTLR is a huge chain in the DMV and in the Atlanta region. No, I've and, seen it before. Yeah, I just yeah. When I saw it, I'm like, like the fuck, fuck is, is doing it yeah. up here? Yeah. So they, they bought Sneaker Sneaker Villa probably about a year ago. I know about it early uh, from some people that I know that work in the sneaker industry. And um, but you know they're expanding the brand. They're spending a lot of money. Shout out my man Jalil Beast. Jalil has a store um, down in Chester on the Chester Waterfront with a DTLR Villa, whatever like that. That him and his uh, his business partner own and all that shit. So they definitely you know spreading the wealth and reaching out to the young influencers in the area and breaking bread and doing business with them. So once again, shout out to Dope Shows. But yeah. Multiple podcasts. It, it's it's lit. We we're gonna have to do it. Um, yeah. I mean, we just kind of looked at so the. Yeah, let's explain real before what what our whole absence was yeah. about, and like because I know people have been asking me left and right the why of it, the why. All right, so the why of it all is just kind of you know in the last two months of uh, me and Matt consistently doing the podcast, we're really inconsistently doing the podcast, which were July and August. Prior to that, uh, we basically like 
crushed the numbers um, here on Wildfire for six months in a row. So basically from February through July, we were the number one show on the station like far and away. And the closer that you got the football season, the closer that the gap started to get closed by some of the sports shows. But essentially, um, we have a show and a product that is so unique that our numbers don't drop for anything like they just kind of hang where they hang sometimes they spike but they don't really drop below a certain level because we have such a unique market and such a unique pitch in terms of our audience they call it niche we have a niche market niche niche both of those whatever and we dominate a niche market within the mid-atlantic region we're huge in Philadelphia, huge in Delaware, huge in New Jersey, huge in New York, huge in the DMV. We crush that market so much that it drives our numbers up to the point where we are far and away on a yearly basis the number one podcast in the tri-state, which is very impressive for such a young show that exists and to not really have a genre. Yeah. The other shows on this particular network and other podcast networks that usually kill it are what, Matt? Sports. Sports shows. And gaming. And gaming. Because that shit is easy to sell because it's all ages. Whereas we kind of have almost like a rated R slash NC-17 market. We're banned in 20 countries. We're banned in a lot of places, but we thrive and well, we, we, we outplay our goal on a consistent basis to the point where it's like we we can't explain the fucking numbers. So in looking at that and then looking at the other shows on the network and, you know, the the type of sponsorship they're able to pull and the monies and stuff that's coming through the show, we kind of took a step back and said, hey, if we were the number one show on loudspeakers or the number one show on all deaf digital or the number one show on insert your podcast network here, not only would we be not worried about footing the bill for recording costs, we would be making major money, like yeah. double-digit thousands of money a year because when the numbers are coming in and we're consistently at the top, they're going to push those, the people that run the network are going to push those ads to the show that's performing because you have the best numbers. Mm-hmm. That wasn't necessarily occurring. But we basically pulled a levy on bell. We sat out for two months. In the midst of those two months, there was negotiations, back and forth, conversations, this, that, and the third. And it let us refocus to kind of go back into our network and say, who's been working with us before? Who can we get some ads from? And on this show today, we have three people sponsoring the show. And then looking forward with the network saying, hey, if we were elsewhere, this is what we would be having. Let's at least find some minimum threshold to where you guys benefit from the numbers and we also benefit from the numbers and start to turn this into a real profit building organization mm-hmm. so that potentially we can take this device or showtime or somewhere else because the show is growing that exponentially over a short amount of time. Right. So now coming back, we have a big sponsorship with a headphone company that starts next month. We got one with a big uh Cologne subscription-based company that starts next month. We have a big sponsorship starting in 2018 where me and Matt are going to be getting ripped and shredded. Of 2019, <laughs> where me and Matt are going to be getting ripped and shredded. Yeah, um, me and, and Chad got to go to Miami. Yeah. <laughs> so all it, I it, can't it, wait for that. And there's basically plans to do so much more because just in having the conversation, it's been expressed and now understood that this show is kind of like a dynamo compared to the other shows that fall into a niche market because we always perform. Right. 
So basically, we took off because there were some discrepancies in the operational thing. We needed to do some stuff better. We felt the network needed to do some stuff better. And now we're going to come back together and be better together to build this up, bring back the video component, make sure we have sponsors. Yes, I can't wait for the new room to be built. I wish it was done now. But yeah, yeah they're building a new studio with video and live, all this other shit yeah. going on in it. So it's like that should be up hopefully within these next couple weeks. Exactly. We're so, right now in like uh, Studio C. Yeah, for those of you that don't know uh wildfire literally moved into a whole new studio a better state-of-the-art facility they're literally building rooms to tailor to where the shows are going to be Mm -hmm. able to bring in big name guests and have it to where it looks like oh shit this is like a real big operation we're not like in a fucking trailer park here so it's like the network is investing literally every single dollar back into the network and and into our show our show and the other shows on the network as well and into Taylor to make sure that he has the shit that he needs in order to be the best engineer. So we got to all have a shared common goal in terms of making wildfire big and making TRPE big. And I feel like we now have that. Yeah. Thin. Okay, but none of that was about the other podcast. Oh, <laughs> so that was the why we weren't here. Surprise! I was like, I thought he was about to keep going. So that's the why we weren't here. In terms of the other podcast, so we look at the landscape and say, hey, Fourth and John's killing it. This sports show's killing. It, this sports show's killing it. Me and Matt, as you just heard Matt so eloquently uh, express himself about various sports topics, we are both. 30 years basically self-educated on the sporting industry and follow sports, bet on sports, fucking wake up, watch ESPN or go on YouTube, watch ESPN, watch fucking Skip and Shannon, whatever the case may be. We can do this shit. So our goal going forward is to start the Realist Sports Podcast and as an offshoot to where we'll keep the shenanigans and the craziness on TRPE, talk a little tiny bit of sports, kind of like preempting what we're going to talk about on the big show, but then have a sports only podcast where the meat and potatoes for 60 minutes or 75 minutes is all sports with our personal twist on it. Right. So that's one. Try to make that a little uh, pet pro- project. I, I, no, I was going to say actually like try to do that when like not rated R, maybe do like a uh, PG-13. PG-13 because we want to try to pull in a big sponsor with yeah. that, which I feel like we could. Absolutely. So. So, I mean, the whole thing is, if you know, y'all stick with us and, you know, and we've continued to grow and the numbers keep going up and I already know that this show today is going to be like a record setting one for us because we've been off for a while and there's so much pinned up demand. I had so many people do probably the same thing. Tag me on an Instagram story yeah. or on the Instagram today. It's about damn time, Twitter, all of that shit, because it's just, you know, we've somehow, some way, we don't know how the fuck we did it, but yeah. somehow, some way we filled a void that people didn't know that they had. Yeah. And now we occupy that space to where a lot of our listeners were first time podcast people. And now they go off and they listen to the reader. They listen to this podcast or that podcast. And they're o- more open to podcasting because we introduced them to it. Mm-hmm. So it was a first time thing for us. We were virgins. Y'all were virgins. We came together and made beautiful, sweet love. And now we're going to continue to expand and make the TRPE brand big, the realest uh, sports podcast big. And just any other shit that we want to do, we're going to kick it around and try to make it as big as possible yeah that's pretty much where i'm at I, you that was eloquent thank you yeah it was pretty good i wouldn't have gotten all of that <laughs> off without fucking up and saying something crazy but um yeah that no that's that's pretty much you you said it all it's like we we really just come to the i told chad the other day like i've accepted it like chad's a star i'm a superstar 
It just is what it is. Like, people need to hear us talk our shit. Paul Orndorff and superstar Billy Graham. That's really what it is, <laughs> you know? And, and it's like, I I don't know. I, I felt like at first it was like, because we didn't know what we were doing. No, we you were know, figuring we, it out. We, we had no clue. Yeah, what the fuck is a podcast? <laughs> that was my, you know. I spent the year with Matt and Ra, like, in fighting over what the fuck is a podcast, yeah, first and foremost. You know, so. Then it was like, oh. I'll do it. Yeah. Then it still took six more months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really did though. But it's like I, I, I'm, I'm more so on a tip now where it's like if we gonna do it, I want to do it. Let's do it to death. Like I want to do it to death. Like if we gonna do it, let's do it because I look around and it's just like this ain't a knock to nobody or a diss to nobody, but it's just I'd rather hear us talk about whatever's going on out yeah. here. I, I, I'd rather hear us on fucking. Good Morning America than the people they have up there. You know, I, yeah. I, that's just me though. So it's like you know, still fucks me up. That every time I see Strahan on Good Morning America, it fucks me up. Well, he's not. Is he on Good Morning America? He is on Good Morning America. He's yeah. got he's got like every job that he ever wanted. Like it's literally it fucks me up because it's like yo, this is like a hard nosed like all time. I was thinking a good player. day, good day, Philadelphia. No, he's on the big show. Yeah, he's yeah. on the big National. show. Yeah. National. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like. Strahan's really fucking killing it. He he left the NFL on his terms. He wanted the greatest of all time to play his position, and now he fucking on TV with beautiful white women every morning. And yeah. took oh. off Tiki Barber's jobs. <laughs> all of them. Like all yeah, of them. How about Yo, it? All of them. Yeah. And uh, Steve Harvey's another one now that's gotten like... Steve Harvey got 97 shows. 87. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? He's on every fucking thing. Everything. He got a beard now? Yeah. Yeah. Ball hair and a beard. Great yeah. beard. I'm just like... like Papa Smurf. This nigga, man, like he—he's another one that just Steve Harvey is literally like he's created a media empire. Yeah, media fucking empire. He records like he said was saying something about uh, remember that email leaked about him telling his assistants like stop coming to my office. Yeah, unless it's absolutely necessary. He's recording shows like seventeen hours a day. No, they said he 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 records in Chicago and then he goes to. Is it L.A. or Florida? One of them. He goes there and records and shit. Like he's recording literally all goddamn yeah. day. Shit is nuts. Crazy. But you got anything else you want to throw out there, man? Um, can we just talk about our favorite rapper real quick before we get out of here? Who's that? Six nine. Oh, yo, my dad today. He was like, "Yeah, I was on uh, YouTube the other day and I was watching that rapper with all the stuff on his face." And I'm like, "Oh, six nine? He was like, "Yeah, what's his problem?" And I'm like, <laughs> "He a young boy." Yeah. He's like, "How old is he?" I'm like, "He's like eighteen." It's like, "Are you kidding me? All that jewelry?" And I'm like. That's what they wear when they you <laughs> when get, they getting it. You getting a hundred of shows. Yeah. That's what it is. And he like, yeah. He's like, I knew he was young, but I didn't think he was eighteen. And I'm he's like, a kid. But it, it just it amazed me that my dad, a seventy year old retired has post office Takashi. worker, has, de- <laughs> has discovered six nine on YouTube. The power of the internet is yeah. fucking unbelievable, yo. Yeah. So for the, I just I just want to attack it from a different angle. Like we know the shenanigans and all shit he gets into. He's just so fucking entertaining, man. And he's literally the best interview in media right now. And to see him go back up on the Breakfast Club and literally have a whole interview that's complete polar opposite to the first one that he had, and it just still be just as fucking good. It's like, God damn, he's figured out media yeah. and he's retarded. Yeah, but he 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 wanted them like yeah he he's slow, but. He do like what they call like retard good job mistakes. Right. Like he do that a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he know. Like even when Charlemagne was like, Yeah, come on, man, you was at O Block for thirty seconds. He's like, like No, nah, I was like fifteen. 15. <laughs> like he he understands the little nuances yeah. of 
pulling the, the chain he's on people. Mastered media, man. Yeah, he's he's he he's he's pretty funny with it. And I'll give him that all he's day. Mastered media. You know, and he's making hits. He's Can't ten, even knock. Except for ten on Billboard. The last, his, his biggest song went number two on Billboard. The song with Nicki Minaj. Yeah, number Fifi. two on Billboard. Yeah, I didn't even realize that ZZ shit was number two. Shit is huge. It's huge. That shit was number one on iTunes every week since it came out. I'm like, damn, <laughs> Kodak Black got like a real live smash. Yeah. I ain't pay attention. You know he owns forty percent of Bodak Yellow? Yeah. Damn. Because Cardi B used the flow. The flow to, from, uh, from No, no Flocking. No flockin'. I know he that. He owns 40% of that record. Because, f- real quick, music shit, real quick, little music corner. The uh, the Blurred Lines lawsuit from the Marvin Gaye estate and Pharrell and and, uh, and Robin Thicke and T.I. changed the landscape. Of I the remember when that was all happening. Yeah. Because once you make a decision like that, that if something sounds kind of similar, even though it's not a sample, and you can show the files and prove that it's not a sample, but you still got to pay $12.5 million, it changes everything to where now motherfuckers will pay you preemptively to avoid getting sued. Yeah. So they'll just give you the splits on the front end because they know in their head where they got the shit from. So they'll just pay you on the front end as opposed to waiting for you to sue them and then taking all the money that they already made. Right. So uh, like a perfect example was uh, the Iggy Azalea song Fancy and uh, shout out uh, Nana, the uh, classic man. Jadena. Jadena. Classic man. Our guy produced right. that record because they sounded so similar. They had to give Iggy Azalea publishing okay. on Classic Man so that they wouldn't get sued later because it's the because the tempo of the beat was similar. Right. So now this is just common practice in the music industry. I was just watching a video last night. They said that uh, Sting took eighty five percent of. Uh, What's the kid's name uh, from Chicago? Juice World's song "Lucid Dreams." Okay, that song's been top five on Billboard since it came out. Right, Sting took eighty five percent of the royalties of the ownership of it because of they interpolated one of his songs. Basically, what the interpolation is a re they replayed something. Yeah. They didn't sample it because if you sample it, now he could take a hundred percent. So they interpolated it and he took eighty five percent. Okay, so it's like these are how these like little situations occur to where it's like people are just giving the splits on the records, especially if they know it's going to be big. They're like, fuck it, I'll take what I can get and then go on the road and do the shows yeah. and make the show money. But they don't want to turn around and had to give back all the bread on the yeah. back end because people can take performance royalties too. Shit. So if you go and they be like, oh, yeah, you did uh, 10 million in shows with Live Nation. We want 7 million of that money, too. You got to pay that shit back. Damn. It's no joke. Yeah, music industry lawsuits are no joke. I was telling Lee the other day, we should have just rapped, yo. No, I've been telling my all my young ones, I'm like, yo, just rap. Like, like please rap. I'll all you need you. is a hit. You need one. One. I'm like, listen, let me get seven. Like, I'm not even trying to be funny. No, no I'm really dead thin- serious. Like, you have enough personality, and so do I. We yeah. should just dead ass one day just write a rap song. Let's do it. Put this shit out. Rob, make a beat. Let's I'm not even fuck. No, dog, listen. Gucci gang, that little nigga made like $9 million this past year. And then he turned around and renegotiated his deal and got a fresh $8 million from the same label that signed him for $2 million. Crazy. <laughs> it's nuts. <laughs> like, you get a hit, like, like Cardi B next year. She's going to be on the Forbes list. Yes. She they said she just sold out whatever the fuck she's selling now. Uh, the Fashion Nova shit. Fashion Nova shit. Did like 10 million in sales or some crazy shit like that. 
you you get a hit yeah. now. It ain't like back in the day. Like the one hit wonders all end up on Skid Row and no. on crack and shit, robbing no. casinos. No, because it's so many, so much money. It's so much shit getting generated. You get a hit now, you are straight. Let me give y'all a quick rundown, like a quick thirty second rundown of all the ways that you can make money in the music industry: physical sales, digital sales. Publishing slash writing registration meaning this is for use on other mediums movies commercials etc fucking uh, uh, At live stadiums and shit like that when they're playing your fucking wrong songs sound exchange tune court. You saw Rihanna got at uh, Trump for using her song at yeah. one of his rallies and shit. Yeah, yeah. tune court, which is iTunes radio yeah. SoundCloud uh, YouTube premium all of that shit you literally have like 11 streaming platforms out like I'm saying like including the big three or whatever like that Apple Spotify and title you still got YouTube and YouTube music Amazon music Ludio which is based out of Philadelphia fucking SoundCloud has a premium it's, it's like it's just so much shit it's like endless amounts of money Daz Dillinger said that he's still getting $900,000 uh, royalty statements every three months he ain't had a hit just a hit had him Daz, but Daz made a lot of shit made a lot of shit yeah. But he's still get like it now. He shit from Tupac old shit from '97. He's still getting because that's the shit that pops up in commercials and movies. He's and still making three point six four million dollars a year off of old shit. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it's not it's not crazy to me. I guess just because I, I like I know how much that shit gets used. Yeah. Like they, if if they said Biggie's joint was worth like thirty million a year, yeah. is a uh, the back catalog. The back catalog, yeah. yeah. And so Puffy, like, get, this, is how, this is how rich Puffy is. He gave that to his family. Yeah. I don't well, know more of that. He, he eventually. Uh, yeah, after he already. <laughs> you brought it up. Kim Porter, man. Oh, uh, man. Listen, that shit. Rest in peace to Kim. That was a beautiful woman, man. That was I, I love Kim piece, Porter, man. man. I, just her spirit, beautiful woman, a mother, um, all about family. Like, you never heard nothing sensational or crazy about this woman in the media. You never seen her fighting on love and hip-hop. Like, you can tell whose kids' fathers is really getting to the bag right. because none of them are on love and hip-hop. No. None of the cities. I remember Charlemagne <laughs> asked uh, Jay-Z, would you and Beyonce ever do a reality show? He said, what? <laughs> like, that was his response. Well, fucking billionaire. Like, what? <laughs> I, I got a $58 million house. Like, like what are you what? talking about? Like, like <laughs> that was his response. Like, what? Like... No, yeah, but, but yeah, so, so, like that—that that was a hurt piece, and just to you know to know the long-standing relationship him, her, and Puffy had, and I can only imagine what he's going through. He's li- literally losing a life partner. She was the mother to four of his kids, but literally the mother to all of his kids. She accepted the role of still being the mo- a mother. Well, to those, that was his only—that was those were his only kids. No, you know Justin is Misa's son. Which one is Justin? The first one, the light-skinned one. Nah, that's Babyface son. I mean, not Babyface. Um, no, Quincy is Albie Shore's sure son. son, but that's that's Kim's, Kim's son with Albie Shore, right? But Justin, the one who the restaurant and all that shit was named after, Misa Hilton. Misa Hilton is his mom. So which one is is King Combs? That's Christian, the one that looks like Puff. Okay. Okay, that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. Then. All right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so she accepted the role of being a mother to all of his kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, outside of the ones that were actually hers. And nobody has nothing bad to say about this woman. And it's just like, literally, like... Dallas Austin put up a night. I didn't realize... It's crazy how, like, a lot... She went on prom with Dallas Austin. That's crazy. Like, her, her and Dallas Austin, like, grew up together. Yeah. Apparently, they're both from Columbus and shit. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, he put put up a nice post about her today. And I'm just like, yeah, like, you know, I lost... My, my mother passed away when she was 50. 
reality. So it's like I I can directly identify. Yeah. Like her passing away, cardiac arrest at forty seven. My mom yeah. died when she was fifty, and it's just I I remember just how much confusion and just I couldn't imagine have to go through that in front of the world. Right. So it's like people literally. It's it's fucked up that we're like this, but it's like I know for a fact because I didn't. I don't follow Diddy. Yeah, and I saw people today like, oh my god, Puff's post, damn! So it made me go to his page, and yeah. I saw it. But there are people who literally you could see because his last video or last thing he had was something with Nas on it. People all in the comments like, damn Puff, we, you know, I know you taking your time, but we want to hear what you got to say. And it's just like y'all weird what? as shit. Yeah, why do I gotta live my life in front of y'all in the midst of death? In like, the midst of death, a woman that been with me for thirty years, and then of course, <laughs> like all of y'all normally do. Y'all find a way to go left with everything. So somebody had a tweet was like, because Puff Toyot, we was more than soulmates. We was some, some other, other shit. shit. And I felt that. Yeah. That's how I, I, I feel that. You know what I mean? I saw a tweet like, okay, well, if they were soulmates, then what was Cassie? And I'm like, well, <laughs> she was some assy. Yeah, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, it's just, but, but, and that was a joke. But it's just like, yo, what? Why, why at this moment do do y'all and people was really commenting on it like yeah that's so disrespectful to her and like fuck and I'm just like like at the end of the day this woman is the mother to his children Cassie was what she was she was a ten year fling in the midst of a twenty five year love mm. it is what it is shit bees like that sometimes more powerful men than puffed and fell victim to the same sort of situations JFK was the motherfucking president and had Marilyn Monroe all through the fucking White House. Yeah. Like, it is what it is. Like, so, just because his flesh was weak or he <laughs> Bill, fell for Bill, this woman. Bill Clinton had a pog running, running oh, around yeah, the White all House. All through that jump. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, just because his flesh was weak don't mean that he don't doesn't diminish the love that he has for this woman or what she's done mm. for him or the fact that, or the fact that she I'm was I'm going to use that next time I get court. Life. Yeah. Like, just because my flesh was weak don't diminish the love that I have I for mean, you. I mean, what the fuck? We got eyes. We see what Cassie look like. That's lit. It's, it's a good situation, yeah. but what's necessarily good for the goose ain't good for the gander. My man, we killing it. What's what's good for your your flesh is not necessarily always good for your life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying just to kind of like put a bow on the shit, but it's like, man, that's real. It don't make Cassie any less of a woman. It don't put her below Kim or whatever like that, but. They had a different type of bond. Yeah, it's like y'all just gotta stop being weird. I know it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> because y'all weird. So it's like y'all I Y'all naturally it. weird, so yeah, it's, like, it's uh, like it's like trying to not have asthma. <laughs> I get it. Like, but y'all really no, are, it's tough for y'all. Y'all really that. do get weird at at any like mo like just the drop of a dime. It's like this man was married to this woman, ran around this woman for twenty five years. All these kids, all this life. She was in the Juicy video. Yeah. Like. This ain't nothing new. This ain't nothing new. And it's just. For her to pass away suddenly. I know what that shit is like, dog. My mom passed away the same exact way. I know how that hurt rips yeah. through. I understand. For y'all to be that weird, to be like, oh, well, what about what about your other chick? Yeah, side it's, bitch Twitter was bugging. Side bitch Twitter, Twitter was wilding. And what's so crazy was today, uh, Justin put up a post also, and it's not his biological mother, and he just like, I'm fucked up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, like he like this. I, we was just dancing and having fun and this, this, and that. Yeah. And now you gone. Like that shit is crazy. This is a young woman. Yeah. Just gone. That's one day just gone. 
You see all the family pictures of them. Beautiful well, actually, family. They, they at first uh, said it was cardiac arrest, then they said pneumonia. And I'm like, yo, that pneumonia shit is no joke. No joke. What, I, I still don't even understand fully what it is, and that's just me being ignorant or whatever. I but don't it's either. Like, it's like Bernie Mac died from that. Like, it's a lot of people who just, they get pneumonia, and it's yeah. just... Taylor, do you know? Figured you'd like, my, like my cousin had, uh, my cousin in school, he had bacterial meningitis. That shit almost killed him. And he was like 30 years old at the time. He almost died from that shit. Like, that shit got in his system. They couldn't even tell him where it came from, but they had to, like, do emergency surgery on him, all that shit. He had to stay in the hospital for 37 days. Okay, yeah. so pneumonia so, is yeah. fluid-filled air sacs in one or both of your lungs. So, so it blocks the entrance of your lungs. Blocks the entrance and exit of the air inside of your lungs. Hey. So that's what pneumonia is. I had to look it up. I did not know. Yeah. But yeah, it seemed like people get pneumonia and they just be gone, checking left yeah. and right. So and healthy people, and that I guess that bringing the show back full circle to me, it's like this health shit is serious. Yeah, I I didn't really respect it, and and I, I I'm trying to tell people it's like I'll be honest with you, you my man's and the, the listeners, I fuck with them. I told you it's awkward for me right now, just not being. Right. I know you 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 haven't said it. Just we haven't seen each other. I, I know you notice it. Like yeah. my man yesterday, he's like, Yo, I didn't even realize that was you. He's like, you're just so much smaller. I, I held the door for my man Mitch the other day at Wawa. A nigga walked right past me. I'm like, Yo, Mitch. He turned around. Oh shit, Matt. What's up? God damn. You know. And it's like that shit is awkward for me. Yeah. But health wise, I feel like I'm I'm finding balance. Right. Like. It's going to take a while for me to fully adjust to not being Big Matt. Yeah. I was at, funny. I was at the casino the other day and it's like a like a futon styled couch on the right side of the poker room. Me and Leek was in there. Shout out Leek. Yeah. Um, but we was in the poker room the other day and I was sitting because I was we was going to get something to eat. And I was like sitting back waiting for him and I had my leg crossed. On my phone typing And he got up And came over Was like Check you out You leg cross ball now And I like Oh shit Like I didn't even peep <laughs> right. I was doing it yeah. But my leg was full on Like Remember Martin When he was directing On the jaw Like I, I was full Fledgedly on that jaw Like leg crossed yeah. On some sassy shit And he was like Check you the fuck out And I'm like Damn how about it Like but it's like Shit like that yeah. You don't even pay attention to But it's like The health aspect of it Like you really can check at any given yeah. time, you and and we not young niggas no more. Right. You thirty five. I'm yeah. thirty four now. Thirty six in uh, March. March, yeah. Like I and you know I just turned thirty four in October. Like we not young, so it's like we not twenty three, twenty four, twenty. Like I remember what it was like to be that like being up all night. Like yo, yeah. I've yawned a couple times. It's eleven. <laughs> I'm like yo, it's getting late. <laughs> like, Listen, I had two days in the last uh, week where I went to bed at nine o'clock. Yo, it you it get happily, like, it get happily like went that. to bed at nine o'clock. Get like you need that shit. Your body need it. And it's just like, I I get it. Like, this health shit is serious because you could really look up one day and it be left. And, like, I, yeah. I really was on some shit. Like, I was pre-diabetic. You know, my blood pressure. My blood, Like, people don't even notice because I didn't really put it out there. Like, I almost had a stroke one day. And I don't really talk about it just yeah. because it's like, for me, it was kind of embarrassing. At like, damn, like, I'm 31, about to have a stroke. But I was at work and... 
I got this massive headache on the left side of my, and then my neck, my whole left side of my neck started hurting. And I'm just like, oh, why the fuck do I feel like this? And I, I told Leah, I'm like, I'm going to the fucking hospital. And she was like, you, 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 you sure you don't want me like coming? I'm like, no, I'm going to just go to the hospital. Cause she was like out, like yeah. fine. And I went there, they brought me in. My blood pressure was 142 over 105. And I was like, that sounds high. She was like, you're like getting ready to have a stroke. She's like, we need to admit you. They admit me, put me on all these drugs, gave me an IV and shit. They had me there overnight. And it was just like, my blood pressure spiked. Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, yo, that shit is like, it's real. Really you, like, real. And I remember that day, I just was sitting there like, just like, like. I die, I'm a dickhead. Right. I'm gonna like, feel like a nut ass nigga like, if I'm I die. F- like I I I still got three years left on this truck. <laughs> like I'm gonna feel weird as shit. And is it's something you wanna take serious as yeah, you definitely. especially getting older. Like you you your your health is wealth. And I don't wanna sound like that, boy. I'm yeah. not about to sell you no milkshakes and no crazy shit, but it's just like, no, nah, it's it's the truth. Like it's yeah. and you see it, just shit like that. Like you really could just be going along, everything cool. And like even the people we see who you see them and they small, they thin or they skinny, and yeah. people be like, Oh my god, body goals and whatever. That don't mean you healthy. She or he smoke hookah all goddamn day, eat greasy food all goddamn day, and it's just like, dog, at one point I would drink 12 sodas a day. Like, I did ask for, like, Pepsis, like, just bottles of Pepsi, just down in it. And I see people still post about Pepsi all fucking day on Twitter, and I'd be like, dog, and now that I... Drink some battery acid. Now that I can't have sugar, I pay attention to just how much sugar is in shit. So it's like... You're really not supposed to go over 10 grams of sugar in a serving. Yeah. Because you'll get sick from the shit. A fucking 20-ounce bottle of Pepsi got 68 grams of sugar in it. Nuts. I would drink 10 of them shits a day. Like, just six, 700 grams of sugar yeah. throughout the like every and day. And the kicker with any type of brown soda, it's a multiplier. Yeah. So whatever you eat, double the calories just because of the fact that you yeah. ate it with a, and washed it down with a brown soda. This shit is crazy, yo. It's shit nuts. It's nuts. It's insane. And it's just like, yeah, you know, everything is... Well, Weezy say I, I keep it real. Y'all better keep it copacetic. That's how I like. It's, right. it's, 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 I'm being honest, and, yeah. and like, and I, you know, people have literally hit me from all over. Like, I love your uh, transparency. Like, you're not afraid to say yeah. shit, and I'd be like, just because it's like I don't, you know, motherfuckers is weird. You lose a hundred pounds, motherfuckers is like, oh, you got the house in Virginia, you got that shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, weird or 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 thinking you sick on some money. It's just yeah. like no, it's like, but I did have to really, really sit down. Yeah. And, you know, I'll, I'll say this just to wrap it up. Like, everybody has been asking me, like, I've become, like, the face of the bariatric surgery shit for, like, the young black. Like, everybody we know that we follow that's overweight has hit me. Right. Text me, DM me, ask ask me. it? What it's like? What's and people I work with. And yeah. they all try to do it on, like, the, you know, guy, let me, you know, <laughs> trying to try get these Gucci's. Like, you know, like... <laughs> And I make jokes about the getting the Gucci shirt and all that shit. Did you shit. get the Gucci shirt shit? I, 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 listen. <laughs> we, uh, we got some things working. We got some things in the works. Don't worry about that. Jules, Big relax. Big said we working. Yeah, yeah Jules, because I know Jules going to hear that fall out. We relax. But it's like, um, you know, I make jokes about that just to be funny or whatever. But it's like everybody has asked me questions yeah. about it and the process and everything. And it's just like... I tell don't do it unless you're ready to because re- it's a lot of people I work with and this ain't dissing nobody but motherfuckers have had it and like are the same size they right. were before or they gained weight it's just you got to be real with yourself and I feel like that's the whole going to like 
therapy situation that we're going to do a mental health episode Absolutely. soon because I really want to talk about it's it's much needed. But um, you got it. The hardest thing to do in life is deal with your own shit and to get out your own way. People will literally come outside and tell you everything that's wrong with you. He don't do this. He don't do that. You know, you this, you that. You got this going on. You got these problems. But when it comes time for for like self-evaluation, they don't want to do it. No, nah, fuck that. And I just keep it a being with you. My, my heaviest, I was 507 pounds. Sheesh. And I had to really, really be able to sit down with myself and figure out why I have such an unhealthy relationship with food. Why do I drink 10 Pepsis a day? Yeah. Why do I eat cheesesteaks at 4 in the morning when I'm at the poker? I went to the poker room the other day and like just had like some peanut butter crackers. I don't even desire this shit anymore. Right. And it's just you you got to be able to deal with my mother dying when I was 17. Things that happened when I was a child. Yeah. Things I experienced. Like You, you got to be able to sit and unpack all of your own shit. Absolutely. And if you can't do that, you you don't even get in this because this is. Yeah. And I told my homie, this is more mentally challenging than anything. Like motherfuckers, like oh, that's like an easy way. Out. Ain't shit easy about it because right. you really to do it for real. You really got to be able to sit with yourself and figure out why the hell did it get like this? What the fuck are we gonna do differently moving forward? And then you really got to stick to that shit. Yeah. And you really got to think about how I used to come in. You be honest. How did I used to come in to these recording joints as far as what I'd have with me? Oh, a big bag of shit. Big bag of shit. <laughs> Eating shit while we airing and shit. Combos. Yeah. You just it, it just get to a point where it's just you 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 got to get. And that's what we talk about. You got to get out of your own way. You have to. It's no, and now that I, because I used to always like put it off on other shit. Oh, Pepsi's just delicious. It ain't that goddamn right. delicious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's just not <laughs> to where you like literally digging yourself into a grave right. for the account. Like I haven't had a Pepsi in six months. Yeah, shit don't bother me. Right. And 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 that's what I mean. It's like you got to be able to get out of your own way. So it's like you know. But we'll get deeper into that when Definitely. we go into these other. I really want to do a mental health John, because I know us giving real in depth talks on it and bring a couple people up. That should be pretty fly. Absolutely, but um, man. yeah, everything's good. I'm in great spirits. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 all the way good. Um, I wish Leak would have took down. Leak got to the top sixty the other day in the uh, oh, shit. the yeah it was uh. 300k guarantee at a Borgata and it was like 800 entries he got down to the top 60 he came up went back down he was up here that night before day 3 went back down and he uh, he had aces and Second stack at the table had tens and river to fucking ten on him. Four percent chance of hitting a ten on the river. Boy hit that shit. And that crippled his stack. And he 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 went out in a thirty thirty third place. But yeah, he did good, made some good money on it, but yeah. it's like he was supposed to win that because he right. was like the, the annihilating the field. Yeah. So it's like, you know, that's really where I've been at. Like working. I got the offer for the shit in Qatar. I accepted the offer. So now I'm going through the process of the security, the security clearance. And I, I did Jewel's gonna kill me because I still haven't finished the ad. Cat paperwork. I, these motherfuckers want <laughs> want to swallow your mouth. They want a, a front view picture <laughs> and a side view picture. All of the passport people that do pictures, right? Aid, CVS, the post office. They'll only take front view pictures, right? Yeah. So now it's like, how the fuck do I get a side view photo 
on a passport picture. So I'm going there and they like they won't do it. So I got people like, well, don't you have a mugshot? I'm like. Yeah, but I was 20. I don't want to exactly send them that. <laughs> I had hair and dipset earrings. <laughs> it's like I look fucking retarded. Call Big Dan. He could go down to this little spot. He'd take, he got the camera and all that shit. He'd take the picture for you. Really? Yeah. I hit Dan the other day by buying a phone. He didn't respond to that. But <laughs> all right, I'll try again. Yeah. All right, cool. I'm going to let him know you call until he answer the phone. You know, he did answer the phone the first time. Then I hit him back. <laughs> like, yo, do you want the phone? He just never said nothing. It was like, all right. I guess it's a, it's a no. But yeah, because I, I need to get that picture done, like A said. But yeah, man, I'm, I've been good. I'm happy we back to this Absolutely, because this man. shit is like necessary. And it's necessary. Yeah, it's like people really. I didn't realize the impact we had. People literally. I didn't hit, know y'all gave a fuck. I didn't honestly, <laughs> though. People literally hit me like, "Yo, man, like I get y'all get me through fucking shifts at work." Yeah. Like the fuck, my man Drick hit me last night talking about so the show dropping at midnight, right? I said, "Nigga, what?" <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Just a little joke, but uh, oh, seriously, what time is the show coming up?" <laughs> Motherfuckers already hit me on Twitter and shit about it. It's crazy. It's not eleven. 30 yet y'all I told yeah. y'all 1130 back yeah. off but um we'll be back next sunday absolutely lord willing uh taylor you got anything you want to say you haven't said much this episode Nah, just glad glad we're back absolutely right. man. Yeah, man is this your favorite show to record don't lie i mean you put me on the spot and that's unfair so <laughs> <laughs> the fact the fact that you just did that i'm gonna say no all right cool all right uh special shout out before we get out of here to all our sponsors shout out to up to you two two grand opening this friday uh, Black Friday, November 23rd, 12 o'clock, ribbon cutting ceremony uh, on 52nd Street. Make sure y'all pull up. Uh, also, Abstract Thought 10 year anniversary celebration coming up Saturday, 1215. More details to follow. Shout out my bro, Billy Abstract and DJ A Boogie. Congratulations on the Boom 1039 radio slot mix show. And finally, last but not least, our main sponsor for the show, Dope Shows, this Sunday, uh, November 25th, Moneybag Yo, live in concert. Special guests, Sa Mask, Maskiat, and Sean Sloan, two of the hottest young artists in Philly. That's Sunday, November 25th at the Fillmore, Philadelphia. Y'all go there every month for fucking Drake night. Make sure y'all go for the Moneybag Yo concert. It's like 85% sold out, so it's a little tiny bit of tickets left. This is like the final push to get them over the top. Ticketmaster.com for tickets, Fillmore box office, DTLR Villa stores. And real, like. real quick before you turn it off, I predicted that the Eagles would lose today by 212 points. And, um, <laughs> They lost by 41, so it was close. <laughs> it was, it was, I was in the ballpark. I was in the ballpark. You know, let's put that out there. They got the shit kicked yeah, out of them. Yeah, they got Goodness. smashed. I knew that was going to happen. Me as an adopted Eagles fan, I didn't particularly appreciate that today. Goodness <laughs> gracious. I had my Super Bowl shirt on the other day. That shit is meaningless. All the all the, all the oils from my job went to New Orleans for the game. They sicky Minaj down there now. Oh, man. They doing a second line, all type of shit on the Eagles man, grave they, tonight. They literally just going to fucking uh, get, some, get some crawfish and get drunk and just wild the fuck out like it. Can't even celebrate that <laughs> shit down out there. But yeah, we, we out, out there, man. We talk to y'all next week. Peace. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba.